0: seven for our penultimate commentary episode at least of the real james bond films <laughs> never say never again will still come casino rail 67 54 those will still come eventually but uh, it has taken us i don't know three four years to get here we're <laughs> on to our 23rd 23rd uh yes. bond commentary <laughs> and um we're going all the way back to the beginning for From Russia with Love, uh, the most hilarious movie that we could possibly watch on a commentary, uh, but uh, one of the best movies of all time, so I'm not going to complain about it. My name is Colin, and thank you, thank you.
1: <laughs> well, on that note, my name is Ben, and thank you, thank you. <laughs> 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 Yep. I'm like, I, I, I was thinking before
0: this, I'm like, what quote am I gonna have? I'm like, I gotta use the thank you, thank you one. And I think I mentioned this in a recent episode. Maybe it was I don't know when we were ranking the Vavras or something. <laughs> but um, ranking the Vavras, <laughs> plural. Did I miss that episode? That about I mean, there's got to be as many Vavras as there are Felixes, right? <laughs> At this point. But that—that's like the one line that Jamie knew from the movie. Like, I think she's seen this movie once, almost ten years ago. And then when that came up, she was like, before it even came up, she was like, oh, is this a thank you, thank you guy? I'm like, I just (laughs) must quote that, like, in my sleep or something. (laughs) She knows it.
1: Yeah, well, I mean, it is on T-shirts and everything. When you think of From Russia With Love, you think, of thank you, thank you. Ah, but uh, Well,
0: if if this was 1999, we know that Vaver would have had his own poster.
1: (laughs) Well, he should have his (laughs) own poster. Why doesn't he have his own poster? Make that happen, Eon. Make it happen.
0: Ian doesn't have to do it. We can do it. We got merch well,
1: yet. Uh, well, I don't know. That's your job. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I just listened to the Living Daylights episode recently with all those T-shirt ideas. I still want the <laughs> Timothy Dalton head on a cello case. We got nothing to declare. That's where it all started. Come on.
0: Uh, our, our Timothy Dalton line coming soon.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Best line ever.
0: But I'd, um, I mentioned last week when we did You Only Live Twice that uh, it's – It's almost strange that we started this with Dr. No, and we only had six Connery movies to cover. So you think we would have blown through them. And here in the final three commentaries, two of them are Sean Connery movies. And arguably, if we had actually done Spectrum when we properly drew it, our final two commentaries would have been Sean Connery movies. So we've had like a massive gap in here and now we're all of a sudden doing two Connery's back to back. What I'm happy about is we get to go from bored Connery to Connery at his best. I mean, yeah. it, only a couple of years removed here. So um, can't say, we, we said this, we can't say anything bad about from Rush with love. It is a perfect movie, but, are we gonna have a lot of fun making fun of this movie probably not
1: I, I don't think so i mean i watched this about a week or so ago um and so i it's fresh on the mind but um yeah i remember watching it going hmm don't know how we're going to commentate this one and uh, <laughs> i think kind of we, we said that back when we did octopus didn't we like octopus is maybe the last fun one we're gonna do uh, i mean you know you only live twice sure but um I'm looking forward to Spectre. I love Spectre. It's a great movie. Um, this is a great movie, too. But uh, our entertainment factor might not be that great in this one. Well, I mean, <laughs> this is our 99th episode. So you think we would have perfected it perfected it by now. But hey. Hey,
0: you know. and yeah, important note next week, something very mm. exciting coming. I don't know if we're going to spoil it. We're just going to save it. Yeah, we're going to spoil week.
1: it. We're going to spoil it. I think we we're need to spoil it at the end. So you need end. to
0: stay tuned to the end of this hilarious episode exactly. to hear <laughs> what exciting thing we have coming for our 100th episode next week. Yes. Um, but as usual, just for um, the the pre-play details here, I guess uh, everybody, if you want to watch along with us, feel free to queue up your movie. If you don't want to watch along with us, uh, we'll do a blow by blow here, and uh, I'm, I'm sure I'm sure everybody knows this movie by heart, so it's not going to be too hard to follow. But if you do want to watch along with us, uh, get your movie queued up, and uh, I have mine frozen as soon as I see the MGM lion because. Over the years, many different versions of this, many new logos added, but the MGM lion should be right before the movie. And we're going to do a three, two, one, and we're going to hit play, but we need a word. What is our three, two, one, and then what?
1: I think our three, two, one could possibly be this. Oh, sorry, I just had to play that to get over and done with. Um, <laughs> oh, no, Noah this week. That's a, that's a shame. I just uh, needed to – what do you think about not being here, Noah? That's pretty gay. Yeah, I agree. Um, I don't know. I, you know what's um, funny? I, I never know what Noel clip you're going to play, and I just
0: always in my head hear it's pretty gay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it's funny you say that because I think I heard that too. Um, I mean, I don't know, three, two, one, gold sovereigns? I don't know. <laughs> Oh no! Do um do show me the way to go home. I'm tired and I want to go to bed. <laughs> don't 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 that little drink about now. George, George, friends, anyone? <laughs> Robert Shaw. It might be a little bit long. I like it. I like it though. <laughs> well, three, two, one. Figures <laughs> out a chalkboard. I don't know <laughs> this quotable movie that we're here for. <laughs> three, two, one sovereigns. Three two, one, Nash. Uh- Three
0: two one. Three Nash. two one Nash, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay.
1: Wow. Uh
0: we're gonna go three two one Nash and on Nash hit play uh wherever you have yours queued up. Uh are we ready?
1: I am ready. Noah are you ready? No <laughs> You're not here, you can't complain about it. Um Pierce yeah, I'm ready. Pierce, are you ready? I don't wanna to have to do this ever again. Really doesn't want to do it again. All right, well, he doesn't <laughs> well, have to do it again. He's out for this.
0: Maybe he'll come back for Spectre.
1: <laughs> Maybe. He should have been in Spectre. He should have been acting in it. Um, all right, I'm ready. I'm, I'm born right. for this, Colin. Let's do it. Uh, and
0: three, two, one, Nash.
1: Great <sighs> Canadian, Steve Nash.
0: I, I, I just realized we did three, two, one, Nash. Couldn't we have done, like, Three, two, one. Now, what's the thing he says? Not old buddy. Um, oh man. Old man. Is that what he says? Yeah, he does. Yeah, oh, oh, start again. Start again. Man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Three, two, one. Um, there's our not Sean Connery.
1: <laughs> why is he so far to the left in the gun barrel? Can they not center it? That annoys me.
0: Well, that's why they missed. <laughs> I mean, if it was centered, <laughs> he'd be dead.
1: Stormtrooper, right? Now, this our is our ever first ever pre-title scene. Yeah, I was about to say that. Which, and her
0: first ever mask?
1: <laughs> I still question the fact that this is the level of Spectre mask. Yet in Die Another Day, they had to go through gene sequencing therapy to turn him into Christoph Drake. And they should have just gone to Spectre. Should have gone, come on. They control everything, they're everywhere. So just not normal. Well, Korea mean,
0: if Tiger Tanaka was running this, you know, it would have been a much better job because he can turn a man Japanese.
1: <laughs> well, very convincingly, too. Do you think
0: after this, with all the reports of Bond, you know, in yellow face, after this Spectre changed it so that they had like a Japanese Bond mask?
1: I reckon they did. Yeah, equal opportunist, racist mask. Well, like, people, we're
0: hilarious already. But how how incredible <laughs> is Robert Shaw?
1: We're hilarious already. <laughs> next next tag. Is that, is that is that the episode title already? We're, we're hilarious. hilarious
0: already. But like Robert Shaw, I mean, I don't know how big he was at this point. But it was only, I think, five years after this where he won the Academy Award for Best Actor.
1: I, I will be honest with you that I don't think I ever, when I watched this movie, knew it was Quinn from Jaws. Like, it, he, they look very different, like, from this <clears throat> to, to Jaws. And probably the only things I've ever seen him in is this and Jaws, so I've never seen him win the Oscar or anything along those lines. But um, he's great. Like, I mean, they, they essentially create, what, 50 more of him moving forward for all yeah. the different clones. So, I mean, clearly, this is a pretty staple character that they do have moving forward.
0: Um, I'm trying to think if I... I know I had seen Jaws at this point. Uh, or, no, you know what? Yeah, no, I had seen Jaws. And it was probably my mom who told me, oh, yeah, the because Quint was her favourite character. So she probably said, oh, yeah, he's one of the villains in this. Um, but uh, another movie that uh, made my top 50 favourite movies of all time uh, that Robert Shaw was in The Sting, uh, ah, he yeah. played the villain in that, and he, he's, uh, yeah, you he, he, he get a little bit more of a Nash character, I guess, in that.
1: <laughs> I do love like this watch, like rope thing. Like I love Spectre's gadgets, and look this goggle. Did we? We never talked about that the goggle is yeah. in this movie. Like. When I when I rewatched this the other week, I'm like, is that Gogol? like, no, that can't be. Otherwise, we would have talked about this surely on our episode. And I listened to our recap recently too. We never brought it up, but it's freaking Gogol.
0: Yeah, because uh, I think uh, when we were doing, it might have been Octopussy, I sort of Googled Gogol. <laughs> and I'm like, wait, we didn't even mention that. Um, our first proper title sequence now. Now, this also, the From Russia Would Love theme song – yes it is a theme song but like we don't actually get a theme music in the opening credits though until goldfinger which uh i think a lot of people don't realize because yeah under the mango tree is uh, uh instrumental maybe in the opening credits this is all instrumental it uses the from Rush with love theme but i, I like lot. these like, opening I- credits too
1: I was looking at the boobs, yeah, but no, I think it's. <laughs> I think we talked about in the episode that it kind of works with the instrumental. I mean, we ranked overall. We ranked the song from Rush We Love" eighteenth overall. Um, I think we all, yeah, we. I thought we were all going to be higher it. but I don't know. I kind of like the instrumental version in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like it's yeah, yeah, know.
0: especially the, the.
1: Yeah, and like I mean, because like Goldfinger, like is kind of the perfect song to have your first non-instrumental you know what i mean or like non-mango tree mm-hmm. <laughs> like it just it kind of it starts off so perfectly whereas this it's i don't know like you just kind of had a an opening which is just kind of tense like oh bond's he's james bond is dead uh but then it's not so and then it just kind of goes into yeah as you said that
0: we missed there the uh the great screen credit for martin beswick
1: yeah my favorite i no, not
0: really a woman not not originally a woman
1: well, I mean, Blofeld can be a woman, so, so can Martine <laughs> Beswick, So
0: I won't go through our uh, our, our messaging last night.
1: <laughs> can I say that at the time, like, literally the night that we are recording this, I just finished The Man with a Golden Gun, so I'm still pursuing my rewatch, even though, of course, in Australia we're now about six weeks delayed from seeing No Time to Die, so I was like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm on a roll. But um, I watched Diamonds Are Forever very recently, and... Um, my rankings, let's just say, will change for that movie.
0: Uh, I'm gonna hope for the worst
1: because, oh, well, <laughs> love that movie. <laughs> uh, I, I, okay,
0: I mean, famously, I uh, I had that. It, it, I think I have the reputation of that's my least favorite Bond movie, or it's it's probably my bottom five. But I mean, I don't hate it like I hate, you know. Uh, I don't even think I hate "License to Kill" and "Die Another Day," but those oh, are like really? easily
1: really. No, say that I, again. Say that no. again, Colin. <laughs> Let me quote that. Understand that I don't hate "Die Another Day" and "License <laughs> to Kill." Yes,
0: but uh, but I mean, "Diamonds Are Forever" for me is like ah, it's just it doesn't work. It, it's too goofy. I can really pinpoint now the problem with "Diamonds Are Forever." here are our "Diamonds Are Forever"
1: commentary. Canada. Canada.
0: Ray- Canada. Rachel McAdams is playing apparently. <laughs> um. yes, he is.
1: <laughs> he but, looks very uh, similar to Rachel McAdams. <laughs>
0: But, but Jamie actually pinpointed uh, she's not as she's doing this rewatch with me and she'll eventually come on to give her opinions. I'm not getting too many details from her on her opinions, but she could not contain her hatred for diamonds are forever. Uh, And she actually pinpointed a lot of my problems with it. She's like, it's it's basically, she's like, it is a budget James Bond movie. This is like if there was a 70s knockoff wannabe James Bond movie or James Bond parody, and this is what it was. And I think she even uh, called Tiffany Kesa a 50% off Bond girl, which I thought was great.
1: Which, when listening to our episode of that, Jamie was, just, she hated it back then. So it's kind of interesting to see she holds that. But, like, no, like, even I, I was going to message our group chat when I was watching it going, like, Colin, you're an idiot. Tiffany is so good.
0: Like- she's like, I don't know. I see, here's the, here's the thing, though. No. I can accept you guys liking Tiffany Case for the reasons you do, but then I would say, why don't you like Rosie Carver and Mary Goodnight for the same oh, reasons? Because no, they're all, no, they're no, all no, exactly no. the same. The no, only no, difference no, is Bill no, 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 no. St. John's not funny. Like Rosie like, Carver.
1: Like we are already off topic. Here we are. But um <laughs> I will say so far, Dr. No and Live and Let Die have increased significantly on my rewatches. I appreciate both of them. Like Live and Let Die. I was like, wow, why do I not like this movie? This is a pretty good movie. Rosie Carver got a hundred times worse on my moat. Like, she does nothing. She does Uh, nothing. She's so annoying. What does Tiffany Case do? She looks good in a bikini and... (laughs) So does Rosie Carver. No, she doesn't. You racist. We we never... I am. We never talk about Coral Jr.'s porn on his wall on his boat either, by the way. i trying (laughs) to say, I mean, is this this Canadian guy, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, is that just... 1960s Canada, he's like actually about 32, like I mean why? Like, it's like
0: well, your I mean Chess, grandpa. If, if you watch the Queen's Gambit Chess was not a young person's game I watched the, the first
1: day. episode I, I didn't get it, get past the first episode but um, it's.
0: I mean the first two episodes are kind of like, almost like a prequel you know, when you get to episode 3 that's when the story really starts, and I think it's only 6 or 7 episodes,
1: I, don't I love understand. that the guy tries to
0: shake his hand there and he just walks right past them <laughs>
1: I don't understand the seating arrangement at that chess competition because there are people there who can't see shit. I'm um, like, who's going to the great chess competition <laughs> to see that? Yeah,
0: there's, and... a, there's no Jumbotron there showing the yeah. game. <laughs> Here's the, uh, the the reverse shot where they realise, oh, we really wish we had a shot of her going to look at it because they only had a shot of her walking away. Like, well, let's just play it in
1: reverse. I never noticed that. I always wanted fighting fish. They, fighting
0: uh, fish. they actually... they 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 will fight all the time this is the thing i don't get does he just put them in here because my mom used to breed these and you have to keep them completely separate unless they're ready to breed like this would be all the time these these fish have probably been in here for five minutes and they're already killing each other
1: yeah, I think the friend I had, they, like, got bored, so they just put them in the, the tank and watched them kill <laughs> each other. So.
0: Wait, you have friends who get bored, so they let animals kill each other. They're <laughs> operating some type of Siamese Fighting Fish Fight Club.
1: <laughs> they're friends with me. They're bored. So um, <laughs> can I just say Kleb went up a lot on my rewatch. Cleb's so good.
0: I don't remember where we ranked her, but uh, I I always had the hardest time, maybe because, again, it's a sandwich between Dr. No and Goldfinger, where your main villains are so prominent, why well, uh, don't we have
1: Cleb as a villain, didn't we? Did we have her yeah, a we villain or a henchman? Yeah, okay. I'm looking Which, at the wrong list.
0: I mean, that's the thing. If you're looking at screen time, her and Grant are pretty much even. Wow. But I
1: had her at
0: she, 14th. That's terrible, Ben. Where did I have her?
1: <laughs> no, I had her at 7th. You had her at... Uh, you had her at 16th. <laughs> oh, ben, the, I'm even worse than you. <laughs> that's terrible, Ben, he says, having her at sixteen. Well, okay, who was my 15 and 14? Uh, you had Sanchez and Renard above.
0: Oh, that's terrible, Colin. Cleb deserves better. But th- this is the thing. I never was able to look at her as a main villain until probably a year ago well, when I saw this movie.
1: That's, okay, so in all fairness, that's the issue here. I look at who's above Cleb because... It's just one of those process of elimination things because I've got Renata ahead, then I know you're gonna laugh at me, Gustav Graves, and I've got Telly Savalas, who actually I'll say on a measure Secret Service, Telly Savalas went up for me as a blowfield on that. I've got mm-hmm. I had Goldfinger at tenth. Wow, uh, Carver, Donald Pleasance, yeah, all, all, everyone above her is a valid one in my mind. It's just it's hard to rank her when she's a you know maybe more of a. We should have probably just had her in the two henchmen, you know, with with Red Grant
0: but i mean i think the difference is she is she's the one calling the shots i mean yes blowfeld's calling the shots but but then the our other argument is that we're looking at two main villains here right now underneath mm. Blofeld. because uh what's this other guy um cronstein yeah cronstein is kind of at least in positioning of who's calling the shots but i know when we rank cronstein um second uh, i don't even secondary villains yeah mm. uh, i had him a little bit Noel was kind of angry at me because of where i had him but my reasoning was because his character he just stands in the background here and the funny thing is in the book i wouldn't even say he has that much more to do but they sell his importance more because he's the guy who puts a plan together blofeld goes to cronstein and says i want you to come up with a plan and mm. he says well i've uh, i've come up with this and we can do this and we can uh, bring this this british agent in and there's some nice boobs right ben uh <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but, you, you're uh, learning
1: colin i'm so so <laughs> proud of you.
0: But, yeah, like, it's supposed to be his master plan, and unfortunately you just sort of get him here saying, oh, well, uh, let's uh, let's use this and let's do this, and it's like 30 seconds, then he just sort of stands in the background for the rest of the movie.
1: Just, just quickly, just on the boob thing, let's just also say <laughs> that uh, Red Grant has got a nice rig as well, and look at that tight little butt he's got. So um, and there you go. I don't
0: even know how old he was at this point, but, uh, you know, he's in he's good shape.
1: It. Um, I had Cronstein at eight. You had Cronsteen at seven. Noah had Cronsteen at one. I forgot that yeah. Noah put Cronstein at one. Wow. See, like... I, I stand by my eight Like, on this rewatch, like, Kronstein's fine. Like, he's just, you know, he's kind of there. Like, it, you know? The
0: actor, you know, he, he has a good presence. He, well, I yeah. think we, we said he, he has that sleazy look about him.
1: I can't believe I had Joe Butcher above Cronstein though. Go, Ben. Oh,
0: come on, Ben. Bless your heart. What is
1: wrong with you? <laughs> I re-listened to the license. I have no life. I'm just watching James Bond and listening to our old episodes. But fuck that license kill episode is funny when you're just trying to go, there's this silence, and you're like,
2: it's a blinking fish. <laughs> <laughs>
1: losing it. So I, we didn't talk
0: about last week in our "You Only Live Twice" that they basically Tiger Tanaka just has his own version of this Spectre Island here, <laughs> the, yeah. the, the training ground.
1: I love I love this kind of like Spectre Q scene, mm-hmm. like just kind of all of this. I love it. Like I really wish. I mean, we might get it in no time today. Maybe we're gonna get Rami Malek slash Doctor No. Uh, kind of on the island. And also, on that note, we should say there was a No Time to Die trailer released during the yeah. week, which um, we are going to do one more final No Time to Die episode, I guess, in our rankings episode. Oh, do we but, have um, to? <laughs> well, I think like in our rankings one, right? Listen, to you do. we have to? This
0: is basically Ben stalling because he can't see the movie for an extra <laughs> Well, month. I
1: want to talk about the trailer. I don't get to talk about it for so long. But um, I,
0: I, I won't give away my feelings on the trailer too much, though.
1: That it was epic?
0: Yeah, it was. I loved it. I actually think it's my favourite of all the trailers.
1: Holy crap pants we're back to specter i love this scene i just love the fact that cleb just full on brass knuckles him. yeah <laughs> i just wanted to remove that. this is what she we would do in a modern day bond she would remove the towel to check out you know if he's got a big dong
0: yeah. so like, mm,
1: okay and then punch him and he would have a big dong
0: oh robert shaw absolutely
1: and that's Clay. what he that's
0: what he fought the sharks off up before Jaws. Yeah.
1: <laughs> that's what that's what they beat into first when you watch the shark coming <laughs> up on his leg. That's why he screamed so that's loudly. Ah! <laughs> not, the dong,
0: in, not the dong, not the
1: dong. I haven't watched Jaws in so long.
0: Uh, you know, what? I saw Jaws uh, when theaters reopened last year, but no movies were coming out, so they're just showing old movies. That oh, was, like, yeah. I think, one of the first things I saw, and I'd never seen it on a big screen before.
1: I was going to go see it. I remember that actually. Now that you mentioned that, because um, I think I know I went to see Back to the Future, but there were other ones that were on that I was going to go see. I think Empire Strikes Back was on. I nearly went and saw Jurassic Park again. Um, God, what's what's the name here? She's so beautiful, Tatiana,
0: Miss Miss Italy or whatever.
1: Yeah, no action. Introducing. <laughs>
0: But um, obviously, it's not her voice, just like most of these 60s movies. <laughs> As we were re-watching these movies, when we got to um, On Her Majesty's Secret Service, Jamie was – it was basically every single movie the same question. Then we get to On Her Majesty's Secret Service, and uh, uh, Diana Rigg comes up and is like, now, is she using her real voice? And I'm like, yes, yes, you got one.
1: <laughs> you know, I, I'm surprised I had Tatiana the highest of all of us. I had her at four. You had her at eight and Noah had her at six. I think you was that one of the ones that you were both like, oh, I'm surprised you have her so high, but she's great. Yeah. She's so good.
0: I, I think that um, it falls apart a little bit in the end when she's just suddenly, no, I'm in love with you, James. Like there wasn't, you talk about Casino Royale. Oh, it's not realistic that after three weeks of being alone together, well, they fall apart. Three weeks, out, but... it's
1: like three days, but whatever.
0: <laughs> three days. Di- okay, I want you to s- sit in that chair and get whipped by LeCheif and then tell me if you're gonna be out in three days. I'm
1: telling you, there's there's videos on YouTube that back my claims up that it's a oh, pretty poor take on how they they you know, decode the, the time frame the in that The guy movie. who
0: does the pitch meetings doesn't count as he like, does, he's oh, of a video on YouTube a <laughs> parody. Yeah, that's
1: hey, They've makes got sense. more followers than we do, they count more than we do. We literally <laughs> again like, How blind in- is Cleb? <laughs> In re listening to our episodes, we literally get one comment on a forum and we're like, okay, we'll change our count. Uh, <laughs> so we can't talk. Wow, blouse. But seriously,
0: like, if Kleb if needs glasses like that, how does she see when she doesn't have them on for the rest of the movie? Like, <laughs> so thick. That, thing that, that's, that's probably a step away from Jamie's. Like, Jamie is blind as a bat. I mean, they don't look like that, they look like well, regular she's glasses with you. for her, but. Yeah,
1: exactly. Well, That's she why takes she's off always her glasses. glancing. Colin's so attractive. <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense now. <laughs> there it is. She's blind but, as a
0: bat. <laughs> but have you ever seen somebody who's like completely blind when they don't have their glasses on looking at something?
1: Well, I'm seeing them. They're not seeing me.
0: Well, well, it, they basically, like, this is what Jamie does the eyes squint. And for whatever reason, if you ever see somebody without their glasses, the eyes squint and the mouth just gapes wide open. It's like,
1: Do you want to watch right now? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> see, I can see without my glasses. It's more just things like if I when I wake up in the morning I'll sometimes go like hours without putting my glasses on and then I go, Alright, oh, I'll probably put my glasses on. Things are a bit blurry when I read, but don't get um, a
0: headache or something?
1: Uh not really. sometimes sometimes I'm 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 self-conscious about the way I look, Colin. So sometimes <laughs> like, you know, going out in the town, don't wear my glasses, you know. I
0: think I'm the only person in my family who I either didn't need glasses or doesn't have vision. My brother doesn't need glasses, but he's basically partially blind in one eye, and they're just like, glasses isn't gonna help that.
1: <laughs> wow. I was told basically when I was like 10 that you will need glasses one day because my mum had them, my dad, I think for reading and my sister. And yeah, it was when I was in New Zealand, I was like working one day and I'm reading. I'm like, I cannot seem to read this. Like an eye test. And they're like <laughs> yeah. Ben, you. Ben,
0: Ben. <laughs> that's because you can't read though. It had nothing to do with glass. You don't need Touché. glasses. You're just Touché. illiterate. <laughs>
1: Yes, very true. Very true. Speaking of being illiterate, how many books has Nicholas written this week? I haven't checked. Um, I need to buy his other ones, actually.
0: I really want the trailer one. That's the one I'm most excited about. Ah, and here we have Eunice Gason back.
1: Another one Noah hates. I was going to say, it was Noah who hated her, right? And he was the one who I think defended her.
0: Every time somebody does like a shocking ranking, I assume it's you. So I think I was going through our secondary Bond Girls rankings and I saw that I'm like, I thought that was Ben. I just assume if somebody did stupid, it's you. But no, Noah was the stupid one this time. The
1: thing, the thing that is so jarring about re-listening to all our old episodes is not only that we're, we're all hypocrites. I know I like to point out that you and Noah are hypocrites when you have an opinion, but I have equally as big hypocritical things like, oh, this person's definitely a top 10 Bond person, and then I rank them at like 17th. But um, the ones that always baffle me is like I literally – drop hints in our episode of where I'm going to rank things. I literally yeah. say things like, oh, GoldenEye is my least favorite of the Brosnan songs. And you two are like, what, what, what? You act so shocked. And then when it gets to the bond ranking, you're like, what? And it's like, <laughs> dude, I literally say this in the episodes and you act so shocked. <laughs> but like, here's the thing. Cause yeah,
0: you have been listening to the episodes. You're like, oh, this is what one of you guys said. And then look at where you ranked it. Yeah. But like, I have, there are things we ranked within the last couple months. And now that I'm rewatching the movies, I'm like, oh where did I rank this person and then I'm like whoa I would yeah. change that now like it, honestly can't. we could redo a rankings episode a month later and it would probably change
1: I agree I definitely but agree. yet
0: the funny thing is I'm finding it, it my rankings of the movies I don't know how much it's going to change like that's the one thing that I, I even when we did the original recaps we ranked as we were at long we had that other episode uh which was I the think Redux. uh yeah. recapping the recaps we're stalling people <laughs> and was, uh yeah. I uh I, I basically swapped two movies and that was all I did. And I don't even know if I'm going to do much more than that this time around. Like there might be some small shuffles, but everything else completely up in the air. But the, the movies I'm like very firm on for most of my well, life.
1: Yeah. Up to man with the golden gun. There's, there's definitely a couple like, but um, I feel – because, you know, I, I'm quite partial to a lot of the newer ones, more so than you two are, so um, a lot of them – yeah. My, my biggest one's always just my number one. Like, I watch night and I'm like, fuck, this is the best. I love it. Then I'll watch The World Is Not Enough, and i go, oh, no, but I love this too. So, like, this could potentially happen again. Like, I'm going to watch night and just go, oh, this is so good. But then i watch The <laughs> World Is Not Enough and just go, no, this is even better.
0: Well, in our last episode, I think you even brought up that like my golden eye ranking was at number eight, and even I was like, "How is that at number eight? But then you read the seven above it. I'm like, "Well, mm-hmm. I, I, I have a hard time, you know, changing that."
1: Can I just say also this rewatch? Uh, I think I had Bernard Lee M at three, and I, I'm I'm sad. Saddest- oh no, I had him at four because I had Money Penny ahead, but um, mm-hmm. he's he's good. Oh, <laughs> Not he's that i I never one. thought he wasn't good. But, <laughs> um,
0: I, I'm yeah. even more uh even more solid in my opinion of him being my number one uh you know mi6 crew or whatever uh after watching all these movies again i'm gonna be so sad when Moonraker. I, I think when i whenever i watch these movies in the past i never really think about okay this is his last movie even though as i said when we did that episode i feel like moonraker almost works as a final movie for him but now just sort of having gone through this and revisiting and and ranking him i'm, I'm probably gonna burst into tears when moonraker ends <laughs>
1: And i, I got to say, I want to. speaking of M, we, we, need to, we need to correct ourselves, Colin, because we're, we're doing that thing. You know how people always quote it as, Luke, I am your father, when it's actually, yeah. no, I am your father. We always quote, um, this isn't a country club, 007. It's actually, we're not a country club, 007. So oh. we've been wrong all this time. Just saying.
0: And here's our first cue.
1: Oh, there he is. Wow. And still our, our,
0: our second Boothroid, not yet. <laughs> our first I still two. can't believe
1: you two ranked What's-His-Face from Dr. No higher than last. Like, he's so useless.
0: Well, who, who did we have as last?
1: Um, one of the Tanners, wasn't it? <laughs> okay, wait. So I don't care if you're the boring Boothroid slash Q. I don't
0: care if, they, you're, the don't care if they, you're the useless Boothroid slash Q. You're talking about one of the Tanners. <laughs> and you said, how did you rank a, a Q higher than that?
1: I, like, is it ever really described why they have to have gold sovereigns in the case? Like, I love how like you um, just like, and in this, 50 gold. Like, why?
0: I Like, my my only guess would be so he had some type of currency if he had to cross a border and didn't have the regular currency.
1: What, what is a gold sovereign? Like, is this a, what currency is this? G- gold? I mean, isn't that the worldwide <laughs> currency? <laughs> but, but like a sovereign? Like, why isn't it just his 50 bits of gold? What gold sovereign?
0: Well, I would assume that's something that, you know, could be traded outside of your own country. Do you think um, that
1: Severin cool. was named after the Sovereigns? Mm. She
0: absolutely was, Ben. They <laughs> both <laughs> spell you, and Colin. pronounce it differently. <laughs> uh, no, actually, you know, it's funny. A, a Gold Sovereign is just a British coin, so. Yeah.
1: No wonder Nash loves them.
0: But it says it's accepted other places in the world. So then it actually kind of does make sense. Uh, this gadget was in the book too. I, I know we've talked about how Q was never really a character. Q's kind of almost, a, I'm not going to say a creation of the movies, but he's so minor and I don't even think he's referred to as Q until one of the last books. Um, but this gadget here existed in the novel too.
1: Why? Why is he Q? Has that ever been, to, why, why the letter Q? Quartermaster. Ah, that makes sense.
0: That's literally <laughs> all it is. Well, you, know, you don't know why M is M though.
1: Uh, Mallory Matt, Matt, what was the name? What was his name? It is Mallory, isn't it? That's yeah, name. Mallory. Yeah, no, I, I don't know. Why is it M?
0: Is this one of the best like flirting scenes ever between Bond and Moneypenny?
1: Um, she's not in his knee this time around.
0: I'm well, I'm, I'm gonna say this is this is up there with um, uh, Skyfall, which she's, hot. Is... <laughs> she's oh, she... yeah, I. It's, I keep, you know, I always think to myself, oh, yeah, you know, she was attractive up until Honor Majesty's Secret Service. But now that I'm up oh, to no. Live and Let Die, I'm like, you know, yeah. s- still even in Live and Let Die. She's still
1: hot in Live and Let Die, absolutely. Also, just saying, again, we said this last week, but Sean Connery is hot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, he is a beautiful a man. man. He is seriously <laughs> a beautiful man. I don't know. Maybe the older I get, I appreciate, like, cause I used to always say I can't look at, like, 60 things and think people are attractive because, you know, I know that they're old now, so they're not hot anymore. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but now I watch this. I don't know, because I'm old now, maybe. But uh, the good old days of Pan American and also the good old days of Bond in every movie would just show up at an airport and he would get followed straight away. Mm-hmm. It's nice
0: wonder even Pan- in Live and Let Die they have the whole airport uh, thing still.
1: I wonder if Pan Am um, got, like, royalties for for this. I love Maybe this exchange. it was just considered
0: free advertising. We, um, oh, the the uh, the code the codes that they
1: have? I think, um, was it Noah said that this is probably the best spy movie of all time? Like, I just... it's one thing mm-hmm. you notice mo- mainly about the old ones is it? it's so much more spy. Like, you know, they're, yeah. they're doing the codes and the spies and just all that sort of stuff. Whereas, like, okay... I love License to Kill. I really do love that movie. But, I mean, there's there's no spying in that movie.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a DEA film.
1: <laughs> but but even, like, and this is not just my excuse to bring out the movie, but even you said in reading Nicholas's book that Die Another Day has a lot more spying in it than you ever gave it credit mm-hmm. for. Like, kind of, it almost brought back the spying to James Bond. <whistles> oh, the agrees. blue screen. Yeah. Ooh. I want to be, is that's one of Karen Bay's sons, isn't it?
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah we, we recently <laughs> yeah, had an episode, I think it was last week too, where I asked what country or which location from Bonn would you want to go to? And I don't think I answered that question, but for me, Istanbul has always been one of the ones, because of From Russia With Love, I've wanted to see.
1: I think Istanbul should get the bloody Olympics too. Like, I mean, we I talked about this recently on an Off the Podium episode, download it now, about how poor Istanbul bids every year and never gets it. So, yeah, come on, Karen Bay. You've got some influence. All your sons could host it. I'd go to Istanbul.
0: Oh, I'd love to go there.
1: It's probably not a Bond location I wouldn't go to. Like, I'm open to exploring.
0: I'm trying to think. Um, I mean, Whiteface in Harlem might be a problem, but it would be cool to see. (laughs) I've
1: I've not been to, I've been to New York, but not Harlem. I'm just thinking I've been to Kentucky. So, (laughs) 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 Kentucky (laughs) might be one I'd skip. (laughs) Not that bad. Uh, I'd go to North Korea. Seriously. I'd actually really like to go to North Korea. <laughs> not even joking. I'd go to space. Yeah, no, I'd leave it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would do. I wouldn't go under the sea. Oh, Sam Monique's a bit far for me. And isn't Yeah. It. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, let, let's,
0: let's, again, not to just be pervs here. We're, we're equal opportunists, but uh, Karam's assistant here, like, man, there's a Bond girl. You could have made her a main Bond girl.
1: Yeah, the hat. He's not wearing the hat the whole movie. Karen Bay is amazing.
0: He was my number one, I think.
1: Was he your number one? Hmm. He was, yes. I had him at five. Wow, oh. Ben. No, I had him <laughs> Again, at <two>. opinions change. <laughs> but I had Columbo at four, and Columbo's amazing. Quarrel. I had Mathis at two. Ah, oh, Zukowski. Good choice, Ben. Is that Winston Churchill?
0: I think it is. I never noticed that before.
1: <laughs> you know what it reminds me of you know in um a league of their own john levitz's character how he wears the hat with a cigar mm-hmm. and when they go to the museum at the end of it he's got like that photo of him with it in his mouth yeah. it just reminds me of that that's a good movie when are we going to do that movie on double or seven
0: i mean you know, i've been trying to find it because there was another podcast i listened to that uh that covered that recently and i'm like man i forgot how great this movie is and i can't find it streaming anywhere
1: i think i watched it earlier this year actually i watched it recently why
0: does no smoking crying. look
1: so cool in the 60s?
0: I think it's just Sean Connery.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Gosh, I mean, it's <laughs> like uh, my cancer. Who,
0: who's, who's not cool in the 60s?
1: <laughs> um, I don't know. Everyone's cool in the 60s. Even the Canadian <laughs> chess player in this movie is cool. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> McAdams. <laughs>
1: McAdams. Also, there was another, Um, you just watched Live and Let Die. We always talk about the Canada references in, in James Bond. In the opening, the pre-title sequence, when the guy puts the electricity in the British guy's UN, you see the words Canada written on the the thing.
0: Again, it's amazing. I've probably seen all the Bond movies. Like uh, we're probably talking like twenty times. I've watched this entire series over and over again, and it never occurred to me when I was seeing that before. I'm like, okay, United States, Canada, United Kingdom, okay. That I'm like, okay, well, that's just the box for the English translation. <laughs> it's it's such a simple thing, but I just assume, well, that's all the countries there.
1: Because there's just three countries in the UN in 1970. There was a
0: fourth one on there. I can't True. uh I, I didn't have a chance to see what country it was. Isthmus,
1: though. probably.
0: Isthmus. <laughs> San Monique.
1: Hotel rooms were huge in the sixties.
0: <laughs> yeah, and the beds are tiny. Like, come on, Casper's bed is bigger than that. No wonder he says the room won't do.
1: <laughs> I love how he looked at the money to say, oh, he gave me a good tip. Like, I mean-
0: also, basically every time we do a commentary, we're just going to be talking about the last movie we watched. So again, another live and let die thing, but when <laughs> Bond is scanning his room for um, listening devices and he mm. finds two, he finds one on like a sculpture and one on the bed. He hadn't even checked the other bedroom or anywhere else in the, the main living area.
1: You're basically saying, so if you want to, if people want to listen to us talk about from Russia with love. Listen to our Spectre commentary in two weeks' time. Yeah, we'll exactly. Yeah. From Russia with love. Then, uh, the one thing that has annoyed me in this though is why do they have to play the James Bond theme when he's like picking? He's like, it's kind of like he's gone mm-hmm. <laughs> with well, you. You've been rewatching all those um,
0: documentaries on the DVDs, right?
1: Uh, I started a Dr. No, but I'm going to, I'm going to binge all the documentaries separately once I've gotten through the movies. So I think
0: it's on the Dr. No one where they're talking about the theme and they said,
1: Mm, we mm -hmm. wanted
0: the theme to play every time James Bond is doing something interesting. And I'm like, yeah, he's checking out his room. here, (laughs) He's fluffing the pillow.
1: This is just literally a scene where it just should be silence. You know, you know
0: what works so well about this movie and, and, uh, I remember Noah's comment. I think that I, I there's probably one or two spy movies that I might say are better than this. Just as a spy movie, I mean, this would be one of my favorites. Obviously, if you're talking favorites, that would be different. But uh, what works so well about this is that it, it's not even so much typical for the James Bond novels. The the Bond novels, they're spy novels, but they're not this heavy into the spying. And what I love about this is that Bond actually is on the losing end here. He thinks, oh, they bugged my room. You know, I'm, I'm going to get them. I'm going to get a different room. But they intended for him to find those devices so they mm. could put him in the other room, make him comfortable where they could record him and film him.
1: It's just really clever, this movie, how it's kind of like even we didn't really talk about in the M scene, but it's basically they know it's a trap. It's a trap. Yeah. Uh, but they're just they're just going to go along with it for the sake of going along with it. So it's I mean, kind both of like sides just-
0: know like, they're they're like, oh, they're going to think it's a trap. So let's do something else so that they don't realize that the trap is actually another trap.
1: Yeah, it's really clever. It's, yeah, we we said it a lot how it's kind of not, you know, a movie that you just put on for just, it's not Goldfinger where you just, you know, check your brain at the door, right? It's like, yeah. you, you've got to think in this one.
0: Those glasses again. <laughs> They're only reading glasses. If I don't want to drive with this woman if this is just for reading. <laughs>
1: Who would win in a fight, Cleb or Bunt?
0: Oh. Well, here's the thing. I would say Bunt just based on her 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 size her presence but we've never seen her do anything physical so here we go now here, this is without a hat right
1: yeah i'm looking at the head <laughs> i never know, on I'm, a bloody... I'm, I'm so uh
0: sad to say this but i was i probably i don't know let's say 19 or something when i saw this movie for the first time even at that age i didn't quite get this it's supposed to be a mistress.
1: Yeah. <laughs> What do you mean? That's what you can do with her. What?
0: Well, I'm like, why is his wife living in his office? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Where they lived in the '60s, Colin, <laughs> to keep them on a leash. She rubs her hips. It's not the place to rub, love.
0: Yeah, apparently, his neck is.
1: <laughs> oh, what a hard life. Oh, I'm bored. <laughs> I'm I'm doing my work.
0: This is me. I'm like, i got work to do. <laughs> That's <laughs> literally
1: Jamie. That's literally Jamie every, like, Friday night. Puts on some <laughs> Barry Manilow, you know. <laughs> Rubs the shoulders. See, everyone puts on Barry White, but it's Barry Manilow in your house. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Ah. <laughs> see, he's excited. His nipples are hard. You can see his nipples through that shirt. Oh, 60's kissing. So terrible.
0: Yeah, don't
2: yeah, die in the st- house, Casey. <laughs> <laughs> How did he get it? I, even I heard that.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I, I, love, I, just, I love having this picture of like Jamie, I'm going to record, and that's when the kids deliberately like, you walk upstairs, everything's on fire. Jamie's there sitting <laughs> having a smoke. You said you would be two hours. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i always i always tell her with these commentaries she's like well how long is it going to be i'm like well we're watching the movie so no longer than the movie
1: and then four hours later <laughs> we start ranking these are they wearing the same suit i think they are <laughs> did they not they get got the, the same memo? pockets
0: literally everything they got the same pocket square their tie is different though
1: on tuesday i wear gray bond
0: Bond showed up with that. a mustache this day and they're like, no, 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 no. We're not getting that close.
1: <laughs> Magic carpet. Oh, I love the whole underground tunnel thing. Oh, this is a movie where we get to see the uh, chocolate rats. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like this too. This is cool. You know, I, I, I
0: just reread the From Rush With Love book within the last couple of months. And I, I, I can't confirm, but I, I feel like the, this underground tunnel wasn't in the book. Like this is something they brought to the movie.
1: And this, this and- now just reminds me of The Mandalorian. Like, I'm it's, expecting it's the there to DeLorean, be st- what? The Mandalorian, you know, that TV show about Star Wars. Yes. Um, yes. I'm expecting what there to be like a whole bunch of sta- stormtroopers at the end of this now. <laughs> Isn't the, the finale of the first season when they go through that tunnel?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. The ambush. And ev-
1: everybody's favorite threesome, Taika Watiti, the robot. and Yep.
0: He's not even really paddling. Like, how's <laughs> this boat moving? He's swishing it around in the water.
1: It's literally like a two-minute row. Like you might as well just walk through the water there. It's only a couple <laughs> yeah. of dirty rats. The
0: just, walk the, just walk through the sewer. It's not a big I deal. Just,
1: I just don't understand how they can get away with having this periscope thing. Like, isn't the you know the Russian department seeing this periscope periscope in the floor? And well, I mean, I think it's, it's supposed there to
0: be coming up through like a plant or something. But <laughs> they they do say they had to evacuate the building one day for like a gas leak in order to install it. But I mean, if if you are the Russian embassy like uh so we need to evacuate the entire building just everybody out for 15 minutes we'll be back <laughs> I'm going to be a little suspicious and I'm going to be sweeping this place
1: these are the Russians they're not the French like I mean I think they're smart <laughs> enough check that plant Doris. <sighs> Evgeny, sweep the floor for plant
0: oh see and this is on the floor too so let's maybe this is coming up through like a heating vent
1: <laughs> I still question it I still question like the Russians they have just not have peripheral vision outside the side of their it looks like there. a rat
0: hole. Even
1: <laughs> this has got a little stuffed rat.
0: Yeah, I, I want to see like a, a, a mouse trap with a piece of cheese right outside
1: here. One of us smells like a tart handkerchief. <laughs> <laughs> my rat. <laughs> Come on, how can you not like that movie? I, again, there are things that I really enjoy in
0: Diamonds Are Forever. It's just wow, is that that movie just, dumb?
1: The, the, the whole circus, circus scene, the elephant, Roo! and then blow up your pants
0: oh so
1: good and tiffany case shut oh. up both of you she's so brilliant both and of you who's the other person I, here i am plenty oh, of tool. the other one <laughs>
0: <laughs> the other one oh, plenty of, that was the other thing when plenty of tool comes again i say nothing i'm not even like oh this is the infamous one that i ranked at 12 jamie's just like what was the point of her? It was like one boob shot and she's gone. Like, I counted less than two minutes of
1: screen time. What three lines of dialogue. Of, what was the point of Rosie Carver?
0: She has more than two minutes of screen time and more than three lines of dialogue. Actually, so there's a big, po- there is, there is a big point to Rosie Carver. Because if you think about the plot of that movie, which I feel like Diamonds Are Forever and Live and Let Die, Guy Hamilton outside of Goldfinger was not good at actually selling the plots of his movie because Diamonds Are Forever had a great plot about we're killing off everybody in this diamond smuggling ring Live and Let Die was basically the same thing we're killing off every intelligence agent that could possibly be onto us and Rosie Carver was basically turned to lead to Bond's death this is how they were setting up Bond's death
1: well if Plenty O'Toole didn't get murdered, it would have been Tiffany Case, and then Bond wouldn't have given a shit about rescuing her and stopping Blofeld. So, therefore, Plenty O'Toole served a purpose.
0: You know what? Plenty O'Toole failed because if they had killed Tiffany Case, I would enjoy that movie more and probably rank it five (laughs) spots higher.
1: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Uh,
0: (laughs) You know, here's something that bothers me. He's sitting there fanning himself with his hat. Open the window.
1: Yeah, I was thinking that before when Connery was doing it. Maybe they just don't have open window cars in <laughs> Turkey. In well, yeah, high security, or... this is bulletproof. I know, right? Because that's another like... thing
0: with this movie that we love is that, you know, Karen Bay is a marked man. He needs, like, high, high security if he leaves that uh, that office of his. That's why he's got the bed in there. He does live in his office.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, literally when he's getting driven to Karam Bay, they're like, oh, they're following us. It's just what we do here in Turkey. Yeah. Which, I actually, I kind of like that, like, because, you know, coming off Dr. No, where he's getting followed and all that kind of stuff. This one is just like, yeah, it's just part of the game.
0: Those inconspicuous walkie talkies. This
1: is what Krilenku, right? Like, yeah, he went down for me in a rewatch. You went off at me for ranking wherever I ranked him. Like he does, like he's, yeah, he's there. And why is that guy carrying? hay? sorry. Um, (laughs) Feed the horses. He just got on his back. Lazy.
0: But, and again, maybe I don't know where I ranked Krilenko, but maybe I'm, I'm a hypocrite for this because of my Kronstein ranking. But, uh, I feel like Krilenko is such a great character and the actor doesn't quite pull it off. Whereas Krilenko, or, or sorry, um, Kronstein is sort of the opposite. I feel like the character is not written well at all, but the actor pulls it off. So I they're kind of opposites for me.
1: I had Krilenko at 13. You had him at a, no, no I had him at eight. You had him at five. This is coming from the same two people who ranked Chang at five and Chang yes. at four. And in my Moonrakery listen, every single one of us are saying how terrible Chang was.
0: <laughs> but let's also now say, having... as we're getting into the secondary and the thirdary or whatever you call that <laughs> rankings, fish. You're, you're really ranking a lot of people you barely remember, so you have to sit there and watch the YouTube videos like Noah says to boil it down. You enjoy it more when you have to think about, oh, let me boil down this 90 seconds of screen time for plenty of I Having just
1: watched Man with a Golden Gun tonight, got to say, this belly dancer, better than the Man with a Golden Gun belly dancer. Yeah, absolutely. Although, I mean, come on. <laughs> I've lost my job. Not from here. Like, fucking Roger, pharmacy. Moore. Roger Moore I... is so good.
0: I still don't know how I feel. about I remember seeing the man with the golden gun the first time and that pharmacy line just bugged me because I'm like, that's, that's really, you know, gross out for a Bond movie. It doesn't bother me as much now, but I still, I'm, I still don't know how I feel about it. Look at that one lady in the back room just snapping her fingers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's
1: loving life. <laughs> uh, I thought that guy was taking a leak. <laughs> just having a whiz over the face. <laughs> just right through the bars. Yeah, why not? I hate you! Everyone, Kr- I hate you! Kralenko Kr-
0: Kr- me- is the original Mishka and Grishka knife-thrower
1: here. More memorable than Mishka and Grishka. <laughs> <laughs> the knife-throwing twins. I like this fight sequence. Nash just playing his Game Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I like this other guy sitting there with his hand on his fist going <laughs> He's like, she's oh, all right. <laughs>
0: when do the male belly dancers come out?
1: Yeah. <laughs> Where's Jim and Sam? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's there's equal opportunity. Where are the male belly dancers? Come on. Yeah. That's that's it's fair.
0: I mean, come on, we got a female spy in this movie. We have a female villain for the first time ever.
1: Exactly. Come on.
0: First time ever. It's the second movie. (laughs) That would be the, that's the way Marvel would sell it for the first time ever. (laughs) Did you see Shang-Chi yet?
1: I have not seen Shang-Chi yet. Have you seen Shang-Chi? I did. Yeah. Is it worth going to the movies to see?
0: I I will let you decide that. (laughs) (laughs) I was just going to say nothing to do with the movie itself, but again, Marvel like, Oh, the first ever Asian superhero film. Like, Okay, you can come up with. We are giving the first ever something like there have been millions of Asian superhero films made. They just weren't <laughs> made in America or by Marvel.
1: I um I realized it was released, so I'm like, oh, I should probably go see that. Um, I, um, yeah, I why can't I, they I, delay I, I, that? And yet they can't like not delay Bond. Like, come on, more people will probably see Marvel than they see Bond nowadays.
0: I almost want to see it again because um. I was supposed to go last night, like on Friday night when we're recording this. Um, not, we're not recording on Friday night, but as of now, Friday night was last night. Anyways, long story short, <laughs> I was supposed to go Friday, but uh, they they put new restrictions in here where you have to have proof of vaccination to go to a movie theater, which I have. But I was going with my nephew who was getting his second shot yesterday. So you can't get your proof of vaccination until two weeks have passed during your second shot. So he basically said, uh, so can we go Thursday because I, that's the last day I can go without the proof of vaccination and I'll have to wait two weeks. Otherwise, like, okay, I I was like biking to work all week this week. I had to bike all the way home. It took me like an hour, had to basically shower, eat quickly, go all the way to the movie. I, I, I wasn't struggling to stay awake, but like, I was tired when I saw it. So. Oh, it was the same thing with living Colin. like die last night like i was barely holding it together i actually
1: a- fell asleep i told that off air I, and it's not that i was bored i just i'd been up early and old man ben on the couch woke up mm-hmm. the the, the scream was on and i yeah i fell asleep just as he was about to jump over the crocodiles
0: oh it's the best part to wake up now here's you,
1: i'm just why are we talking over this scene we should be very quiet yeah. this scene <laughs> Which I do, I do love like the Connery or oh, stop the girl fight. It's so un Connery. <laughs> should be a more line. Like,
0: I want both of you to continue this fight in my quarters.
1: Yeah, <laughs> remove the clothes. He's got, yeah, like, just, he's
0: got. I'm so I'm so disappointed with the actor playing Krilenko.
1: He's just got a I weird like, look on his face.
0: Yeah, I, I, and and again, I'm not gonna I'm not going to change my ranking. I think five is exactly where I should put him because the character is so good, but. Imagine if you had. I want you to imagine uh, who who would be like. Oh, let's look at the guy who played Kronstein. Okay, uh, imagine the guy playing Kronstein playing Krilenko. I feel like yeah. this is a top three
1: henchman. Just just quickly, I, I do love Karen Bay putting the blood packet on his arm. There, it's so obvious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um, there's no, not even that, a hole in his suit. No. <laughs> um, I think the problem with um Kronstein is that uh whatever his name is Kron- is it Krylenko is, is Kronstein? No, I got it right. I yeah,
0: cross scenes. Uh, the
1: guy spectrum. here, the one, the other one that's not the other one. Um, he, You know who he looks like? He looks like he should be in a silent movie. Like, he's kind of got that look about him that it should be like black and white and like. And you goes mean Krilenko, like, right? Yeah. what? No, the guy, yeah. this guy. The, yeah, Krilenko. Yeah. Thank you. 20Ks. Yeah, I know. I'm confused here. <laughs> K, confused, Currently, whatever. He, like, it just feels like there should be like piano playing black and white with a screen going, the villain arrives with a gun. You know, Dun. I kind he's of get that what you're saying. That,
0: yeah, he. He has this over-exaggerated facial expressions a lot of the time where he's mm.
1: like, <laughs> That's the problem with him. Like, he just kind of like, that's that's where it annoys me slightly. Oh, so. there's a
0: sexy horse, though.
1: I know, right? Horsey! <laughs> Mustache on a horse?
0: That's, yeah. Now that's the worst move ever in a Bond fight. I, I love Connery. I love the fight scene in this movie, but there's two guys sitting on a table and he just tips the table over. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's just like a Dr. No. Where's the girl? I don't know! Punches! <laughs> <laughs> Just kind of rude, though, like you talked about how like last week he was just bored. Like he, he looks like he's enjoying this. Like yeah. just, even the way he's just, you know, sort of looks around and he's, he just shoves a guy over the thing. Um,
0: well, things that kind of get lost now, 50 uh, something years later, well, I guess we're nearing 60 years later now. Um, yeah. Look at the scale of this. This is all done on location. It is a massive location. You have dozens of people firing guns. You got flames everywhere. This would have been very difficult to pull off in 1963.
1: As would have getting that colour paint off your suit. Not <laughs> blood. <laughs> no, I, I know it's tricky to make blood. You've watched Kill Phil. We didn't get it right. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, like, I mean, this is Hollywood. This isn't Elizabeth College. Um, I guess does it come down to a fact, though, that's like... yuck. <laughs> Every time I see a bottle, that's all I think of... You know what's actually hilarious about the "foo yuck" line is that I always forget that he says it again when he goes back to his hotel and he walks in the hotel yeah, room and he's like "foo yuck." Oh, I want to re rank our bonds. I reckon I—I I don't know if I could put Roger more higher though because I couldn't put him above anyone above him. But
0: that—that's—that's that's the problem I have too because I think I have. Um... Connery, Brosnan, and Craig, and and it's not that I don't love Moore. I mean, I I would almost want to put in a tie with Craig, you know. But yeah, I, I but like it just overall appreciation for Roger Moore has increased so much since we started doing this show.
1: That that's the same. I mean, I've got Dalton ahead of him, and I just, I don't think I could put oh, him above Dalton. Dalton, <laughs> yes, Dalton. You leave my man alone. You leave Timmy alone. My man, oh, it's God, just. Ben and Colin commentate from Russia with Love while reliving all the memories of our previous 98 episodes. This is what we're doing next week, literally reliving the best moments. But yeah. uh, it's a teaser, folks. But um, listening to the View to a Kill episode, it's so, like, it's weird when we keep saying Mayday because now I just say Mayday. I'm a man. Like, right. we didn't, <laughs> yeah. I don't think we really had that joke until our commentary. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God.
0: I love this too, where Connery's like, you know, oh, I'll decide which one of you. And basically just has him sew up his shirt. Like, this isn't what it is. It's the same thing in Live and Let Die, where it's like, what are you going to do on a train for how many hours? And they cut them playing Solitaire.
1: <laughs> solitaire, very attractive. Just saying. Oh, yeah. She might be the most attractive Bond girl up until that point, at least. Did you put her up on Diana Rigg? Ooh, yeah, I would. Diana Rig though, gorgeous. But um, also, um, Kananga went up for me. I think I ranked him oh, too yeah. low.
0: Uh, another thing to spoil, Jamie wasn't as high on Kananga, but it was actually quite funny. She's never going to remember this when she does the episode. But uh, she was saying, I feel like this villain is like, uh, he's, he's underdeveloped. I'm like, what do you mean? It's like, and like, well, the actor's really good, but what does he have to work? She's getting like, really analytical. What does he have to work with? Who is he? Where does he come from? <laughs> Why does he do what He did. Do? Why does he want to kill? And I'm like, Jamie, it is Live and Let Die. <laughs> you don't need that much development.
1: <laughs> also to um I've forgotten the actor's name. Is it David Hedison, Felix? Yeah. Um, I forget he actually has more of a prominent role in Live and Let. I thought he's only like in two scenes mm. in Live and Let Die, but he's in it a lot more. Like I always kinda said David, David Hedison's my favourite Felix. Well, I mean, I'm standing by it. I always base it's- it on Live and Let Die. Uh, I'm sorry, license to kill, but yeah
0: it's too hard for the felixes uh like because i want to say jack lord's the best because he's the original and he's definitely the coolest but you see him once you know and then you never see him again whereas david hedison and jeffrey wright we have multiple appearances but i i I think the only thing that will hold me back with um david hedison david hedison definitely has like the 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 chemistry with connery that that camaraderie they they seem like they're friends. Uh, More, sorry. Wow. (laughs) But what what Jack, well, my point is what Jack Lord doesn't have is he doesn't have that camaraderie with Connery yet because they just met. So he has the coolness. David Hedison has that camaraderie. And I feel like Jeffrey Wright kind of has a little bit of both.
1: I was going to say he has both. I was going to say, so this poster, is this not a, is it either an Eon or a a Cubby Broccoli produced film? Isn't this like? Uh,
0: What's it called? Call Me Something? Call
1: Call Me Ishmael yeah i'm because i think i watched um maybe it was on that youtube series i've been watching where they're recapping all the bond films they mentioned that it's like either an eon or a, a cubby broccoli produced film
0: um yeah it was produced by cubby broccoli it was also written by joanna harwood who co-wrote this movie
1: right okay I like and peter
0: film. hunt edited there we go monty norman the original composer bond did that yeah, yeah it was Total Bond movie.
1: Now everyone goes about the product placement in, like, you know, Moonraker and Die Another Day. Well, what about the product placement of their own movies in this movie? <laughs> Did we have uh, this you know, as a whole a effect? No.
0: This was uh, actually Marilyn Monroe in the book. Obviously, they couldn't get rights to that, so they used their own movie.
1: Oh, what a shame. Ah.
0: <laughs> that was the other thing, Jamie Hayden, Diamonds Are Forever. It's like, Every death scene is so bad. <laughs> People get punched. And it's like,
1: <laughs> has she seen Die Another Day? Yeah. Okay, I'm looking. I don't know. To I don't know what her opinion is on huh? Her thoughts on that. what okay, like, here's the, the, like, here's the funny scene. thing <laughs> <You> <laughs> walk into a hotel room?
0: Yeah. <laughs> Puts his key in the lock. Tana, does his tie. Tana, his teeth. Goes the his ass. Peels Tana, in orange. Tana, Tana, That's the Rubs on some deodorant.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, would, but, would but the, like... the
0: score is a huge improvement in this movie over doctor oh no. yeah
1: oh but this, we need mango tree like come on i feel mango, like the scores Indiana.
0: improved in, in all the first four movies like doctor no it's it's what it is it's calypso music with the james bond theme in there. Is that For steam? much love got it's like
1: steam coming out that's not water it's
0: really hot water <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I think Goldfinger gets even better and the Thunderball is probably the best score of the 60s. Oh,
1: Thunderball is, like, I hate Thunderball, but, like, the, the score is incredible. I was actually, I was literally thinking about that today, that the two, like, we're never going to run out of rankings, apparently, but um, I really am looking forward to doing the um the main title sequence. I've obviously done the songs, but, like, the actual title sequences and mm-hmm. the scores, I think. like Yeah. Just soundtracks, I guess you would call that, wouldn't you, or?
0: Yeah, well, the other things that I, I would really like to rank is um, things that would just be smaller because they're not in every movie, but fight scenes and chase scenes.
1: Oh, yeah. Q, Q scenes, I think, is a big one. Um, mm-hmm. Cars, ranking the cars of Bond. Ranking the yeah. sex scenes.
0: Oh, yeah. Wow, that, that's one. You're doing that just so you can die another day in there. No. am <laughs> not doing that.
1: <laughs> Hang on. we I listened to our Goldeneye episode. I think we firmly established that the Femke and the Canadian General is the first sex scene. Yeah. <laughs> Now this is this yeah. is the scene. This is yeah. the this. This made is the what they thing.
0: still use to this day for screen tests.
1: I want to see the uh, the BB Roger Moore screen test. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, we've never you talked about this really? before, but uh, Connery's tattoo that they hide better in some movies than others.
1: Yeah, the tattoo. I, I
0: don't even. S- he has one on his forearm, like you don't notice because he's got hairy arms. But they they smother with makeup. I know in Thunderball, it's the most visible, maybe because he's wet a lot of the time and the makeup comes off.
1: I never but knew that. Because he has
0: hairy arms, it's not as noticeable. But does here, I can't even see it. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: sweet. What does it say, dude? What does it say? Sweet. <laughs> I didn't know that. I had no idea that he had a tattoo. What is it of, like? Porsche. I think it's like a. Like I
0: think it's like a naval thing.
1: Because he was in the navy, wasn't he? I don't know. Was or it?
0: Marines, one of those. Let me look In it up.
1: In the Navy. <laughs> In the Navy, I'm Sean Connery. At the YMCA. Oh, God, here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> this week, and Sean Connery sings, it's the village people. <laughs> matro, Matro Man. I want to be a Matro Man. That's their all hits. Isn't they? They've only got three songs, don't they?
0: Oh, yeah, I'm seeing in Never Say Never Again, they don't even hide it at all. It's, like, fully visible on his arm.
1: Well, yeah, I'm never watching that movie until we do a commentary <laughs> on it, so I'm good. Thank you. Wasn't, there, wasn't this, like, really controversial when they showed them filming it? Like, that was yeah. kind of they wanted to cut it out? Like, oh, Mildred, cover your eyes. They're filming them having sex.
2: But Nowadays, I mean, this is, like...
1: It's got a spin-off OnlyFans page account to get people into the movies. (laughs) You want to see the uncensored scene? Sign up to the James Bond OnlyFans. Did you see that? Um, the the viral thing that they tried to release during the week. It was like they did a life-size model of like the DB five, I think, in London or something like that. They had like a big model box and people were there to like you know. It looked pretty cool.
0: Oh, he's yeah. falling asleep already. He's bored. Hey. This
1: isn't you only twice. This is from your Russia, from, from Russia with love. I can't even speak properly. From, from Russia with love. From Russia with love. I like this whole like back and forth the way like Grant kills the guy. Yeah. It's cool. I just, I, like, like this Grant is- just toy, I forget how much like Grant just like toys with Bond. Like all well, movies. Th-
0: that's the great thing about him is that Bond doesn't even realise he's there. Yeah. Until the end of the movie, and when he does realize he's there, like again, they get one over on Bond. Like Bond is on the losing end of this entire plot up until his fight with Nash. Which do you like, think- I always call him Nash because he, he does such a good <laughs> so job. of taking on that it,
1: it is. Um, <laughs> do you think? Do you think that, um, like they based like they Renard was influenced by this? Like you know the whole plot and Renard was like, who do you think saved you in um, uh, Bill Bay or whatever it is at the beginning of the movie? Like because. I, don't know.
0: I hadn't yeah. thought about that before, but I mean that they were they weren't quite going to die another day level, but they were obviously borrowing some things here, and and that movie also you know in Istanbul too, so maybe yeah, there true. was a little bit. Well,
1: because I remember there is a scene when they're on the boat, you do see the Maiden's Tower in the background here, so um, clearly you know very influential. The world is not enough. <laughs> Thirty years, <laughs> before, you know, after this, <laughs> and then there was silence. Colin and Ben compose themselves, thinking about their next joke.
0: Something about Gold Sovereigns.
1: (laughs) How are we at 99 episodes? Seriously, like, what the fuck? (laughs) Colin's just like, yeah, I don't know. I'm speechless.
0: (laughs) It's funny, of all of our shows, this is the one that's taken us the longest to hit 100, and I always think about it, like, it feels like we do more Double Awesome, that's because our episodes go for nine hours. (laughs) Well,
1: it's it's the old, like, outside of, Euros vision, our it was our first spinoff. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, it's kind of crazy to think that we got a 1,000 episodes of the Oz Network download now via iTunes um, in a shorter amount of time than it took us to get to 100 episodes of this show. So,
0: well, how we're a little over six years, so on average, how many episodes is that per year that we oh, put oh, out? Oh,
1: that's math. Don't make me think.
0: I'm just going to do – I mean, it's been a little <laughs> over six years, but I'm just going to say six We years. started
1: at the end of 2015, so, Yeah. We're, we're about the six-year anniversary, probably roughly about now, I would say.
0: Yeah, about 16 episodes per year.
1: Whereas <laughs> Oz Network, <laughs> Well, even off the podium. We've, we've eclipsed this. I don't know. Download them all now. They're great shows. Ah! Which one's that one? Who's jumping on the house now?
0: Uh, I'm assuming it's Rummy. <laughs> He's louder. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Is he the little shit?
0: That was, that was, I, I can't remember which podcast I was on where you're asking, like, be honest, you have a favourite child, right? And I'm like, yeah! yeah Yeah. it's Casey and you're like why because it's the quiet one (laughs) that's all it is
1: (laughs) I just I just love that sort of political answer of you know oh yeah I don't have a favorite you're the bullshit yeah everyone's got a favorite like you've got a favorite and my
0: answer is guaranteed every parent's answer whichever one is the quietest and the one that gets in the least trouble that's your favorite
1: it's like you've got a favorite parent you just don't tell (laughs) (laughs) I've got a favorite host between you and Noah I just don't tell um
0: that's everybody else's too. Who's your favorite 007? It's between Colin and Noah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Let's, let's stop for a second. And we, we talk about this every time, but this man is weeks away from dying and he knows it. And he delivers this performance, Pedro Armendariz.
1: So good. Was he, did uh, this literally was his last film. He didn't like a movie in a week afterwards or something like that. What did he have? I think they said he went home and and he died.
0: I think it was cancer. It was like, uh, terminal inoperable and they gave him the opportunity to walk out of the movies says no i want to finish i want this to be like the bookend in my career finishes the movie they shoot all of his scenes up front finishes the movie and then goes home and dies within a month think about it Had he just stuck with the original schedule he would have died mid-production
1: and they could have just used his real death as the death in the movie (laughs)
0: If I was an actor, I'd they totally have re-written, do that. You'd tell them know, they were going to rewrite Karen B. <laughs> Nash, I'm going to give you cancer. Hey, Nash again. <laughs> so I always do that.
1: Like, I think, like, if I was, like, an actor, right, Like, and you, you're that in love with your craft, like dying doing dying, doing what you do love, right? Like, that didn't make sense. You know what I'm trying to say. Uh, like, <laughs> I want my death to be on camera. Like, fuck it. Go out with a bang, literally. Um, they probably wouldn't allow it to do, happen. That's then becomes a snuff film. But um, <laughs> Stamp would be into that shit. But um, I don't know, like, that'd be kind of a good way to go out,
0: right? Oh, yeah. I'd rather not go out. But
1: <laughs> well, Colin, sad fact, we all die. So, uh,
0: <laughs> Well, speak for yourself. I plan to live forever.
1: Do you ever just sit down and think, I'm going to die one day? Uh, <laughs> people listening to, to myself, this show know I wanna, what that's like.
0: <laughs> I, want, I just want to hit 100. If I hit 100, I can die the next day. I don't care.
1: I'm going to hit 100, but a different type of 100.
0: 100 episodes dependably dead next week
1: (laughs) sure episodes
0: Uh. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to remember there was again off we're talking about all our other podcasts now oh the hilarity of this movie off the podium you were asking like uh, me and Jared what's the best feeling in the world and Jared gives you some answer like oh winning an Olympic medal and uh, Colin what's the best feeling in the world and I'm like oh I don't know getting a good night's sleep or something like that like okay I always said sex but you guys you have your answers
1: (laughs) (laughs) One of my one of my favourite um, uh, qualifying lap references. Haven't brought it up, but uh, there's, <laughs>
0: we're plugging all the other shows.
1: <laughs> there Hasn't had new episodes since like twenty seventeen. But there's um, it's, it's it's topical. There's a there's a very popular Formula One driver by the name of Kimi Raikkonen. He just announced his retirement this week, and I read his autobiography, and he's he's, he's finished. So he's got such a dry sense of humour. Um, so there was this journalist one time that was like, I'm sure you've heard of Lewis Hamilton, and. Mm. Basically, this journalist was like, oh, so Lewis Hamilton during the week said winning in Formula One is better than sex. What would you say to that, Kimmy? And Kimmy's like, maybe he hasn't had the sex. That <laughs> <laughs> was, was literally come the, sex. <laughs> the sex. Maybe he hasn't had the sex. Uh, so it also like, you.
0: you ever see the movie Sister Act?
1: Oh, like when I was a kid. All you
0: know? the nuns are talking about, oh, it's better than this. And Whoopi Goldberg, who's undercover, is like, better than sex. And they all just sort of look at him. I, I mean, I've heard. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, make Whoopi Goldberg happen again. What happened to her? Whoopi.
0: Oh, what I love this. Where, the, the, again, we see there's not a lot of humor in this movie. There, there oh, is this is the Tokyo moment. bit. Yeah. Well, there's one time in Tokyo. Thank you, that'll be all money, bitty.
1: <laughs> Which, again, pisses me off. The continuity in You Only Live Twice. I've never been to Tokyo before. You've had with him.
0: Yeah. That's uh, the problem with uh Lewis Gilbert uh, yeah. Not knowing how the martini is made, not realizing he'd been in Tokyo.
1: She's got a good way of biting that pen, doesn't she?
0: Yeah, just, that's that's a woman there.
1: I do, I do love how like, do you, do you think Money Penny gets off over Bond having sex with other women? Because like, you think about it, she's there like listening to I it. I don't want
0: to picture her masturbating. We covered this
1: <laughs> in Live and Let Die when she's in the apartment with the Italian girl, and she's just she seems almost excited yeah. that there's like this sexy woman like. Money Penny goes home and just gets out the battery-operated ma- machine and goes to town. Cigars. Well, wow,
0: then maybe maybe there's another program that Q wrote, <laughs> which is Bond sleeps with women, and that's what Money Penny's watching. In that, die that's another what
1: day. die another day makes sense. Yep. Oh, this is Russian clocks are never wrong. Uh, <laughs> Bond becomes a terrorist. Everyone.
0: And like, can he just walk into the Russian embassy not being Russian?
1: He goes. He wants a visa. That's what he's. he's here They're for, in huh? the middle of a Cold War. I have. To, I really have to like. Uh, what is the what is the deal with these hats in the '60s? Like, this is such a '60s thing. Was this so fashionable to wear like that type of hat?
0: Well, I think it had been fashionable for years prior. This was sort of the last decade where you did that because you go to the '50s and that's kind of what everybody wore. The '40s, same thing.
1: So, so why everybody doesn't Daniel Craig wear like a baseball cap? Like, you know, it's not.
0: It's it's past the '60s. I don't know. Well, a baseball oh, you cap, baseball. like, well, you know? but. I don't know. If you're wearing a business, how many people do you see wearing a business suit and a baseball hat?
1: I don't know. Um, Which
0: baseball team do you think Craig would have?
1: Oh uh, probably. Oh, that's a good question. I think he'd be. He's a bit sophisticated. He's a bit. Pro- I think he's a Yankees fan. Let's be honest. You know he he goes for success. The pinstripes, proper. You know.
0: What's well, that? What do you uh, think, Colin? What was that bird one that we talked about? <laughs>
1: There's a few birds, cardinals. The cardinals, uh, that's what it is. Yeah. No, he's an idiot. The Blue Jays. He's a bird watcher,
0: Ben. Come on, it makes sense. The Blue. What about the Blue Jays?
1: Come on. Oh, the Canada? Blue.
0: There we go. Blue Jays. Are you that, trying to hear something? You. <laughs> I just can't <laughs> yeah. listen to your voice anymore, Colin. I got to pull this away.
1: I've got the headphone. I've got like one headphone in for the movie, and the other one on that side. You know, after they blow this
0: up, are they never again gonna be able to use their periscope? yeah or are the they gonna find too, it now
1: the, the other thing too right like explosion goes off in the Russian
0: <laughs> i gotta pause for a second i never noticed all these people they're just slowly bringing out boxes i want to see the guy with the ice cream maker from empire strikes back, just yeah. <laughs> <to run> back.
1: <laughs> why why are the russians just like a bomb goes off in their embassy and they all run out and just let people willy-nilly walk and, oh here are the chocolate rats um like <laughs> I mean, uh, again, we haven't mentioned it, and it's poignant. It's a 20th anniversary. Uh, 9/11. Um, <laughs> like you didn't just see people running up the trade center. Oh, I'm gonna steal some paperwork. I mean, maybe they did. I don't know.
0: Coming soon to the Oz Network: our 20th anniversary recap of 9/11 news
1: footage. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know, I like legitimately was thinking, and like we, I wouldn't have done it because it wouldn't have been appropriate. Like a, a 9/11 month or the 20th anniversary, we could have just yeah. done like World Trade Center, and you know, but like, where's the fighting the I actually want to watch oh. that Charlie Sheen 9. Let's go, will be Goldberg in it. Apparently it's terrible, What's, but I, I want know to watch what? it.
0: A lot of people hated it, but I didn't, I didn't mind the the Tom Hanks one. Well, he has a smaller role in it. The one with the Tom Hanks kid, uh, incredibly, oh. extremely close. Extremely and loud like
1: that. and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah actually the underrated one, which people forget sort of a 9-11 movie, is uh, that Adam Sandler's It Rain Over Me with Don Cheadle. That's amazing, oh, yeah. that movie. We got a 911 11 Sandler. months. Let's do it. We could do that one with Emily DeRaven and Robert Pattinson and Pierce Brosnan in it where Robert Pattinson dies in the World Trade Centre at the end of the movie that everybody hates. 9-11 months, uh, the month you've all been waiting for. Coming soon, Holocaust (laughs) month, followed by uh, the stolen generation of (laughs) Australian (laughs) Aboriginal (laughs) children. Oz Network covers all global tragedies in 2022.
0: Global tragedy month.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Schindler's yeah. List. Are you ready to laugh? Can we please just one day try and do like Schindler's List and just like just try to like stay on topic and just be like, I mean, I I can't think of what we like United '93 or whatever it is. It would be terrible. Like ah, they're all going mean, to die.
0: With with the way I laugh at burning people, I don't want to be watching a Holocaust movie, please. Oh, no. <laughs> we will be canceled
1: quick <laughs> Jesus um,
0: also where, where are we at for timestamps here we are an hour and seven minutes so there's 40 minutes left. Well, there's probably half an hour on the train to come which that's another yeah. thing that's unique about this movie it's, how much the movie is on one location
1: I forgot like how much is on there but it goes by quickly though yeah like I feel you know it doesn't drag out
0: the the other thing that's interesting about this movie no one I talked about it on our book ranking episode. From Russia with Love, the book is unique in that it's sort of split into different acts. The entire, I'd say, first hundred pages of the book is all told from the villain's point of view. You don't even get to Bond till later. And they sort of condense that into the first 20 minutes of this movie. But they actually follow the story very closely. There's very few changes from the book. But again, even the From Russia with Love book is very different for a James Bond novel.
1: You know what they could do? like if they legitimately consider a bond cinematic universe which for the love of god i hope they don't um you could almost do like do a redux film where you just do it from the villain's perspective so like didn't they do that with um fucking twilight where they redid it from like edward's point of view or something like that but i'm um, like do specter <laughs> from the uh, the viewpoint of christoph waltz you know or like do something like that would be interesting
0: an alternate film yeah
1: yeah no, it pretty well, I'm a thinking
0: about the, the Bond cinematic universe and, and the remake of like, I don't know the taking a Pelham one, two, three and it's Hannah Stokely on the
1: train. <laughs> well, they, somebody did a, like a joke image, didn't they? At one point where I love Connery doing that with his hands. <laughs> he comes out <that> with a <laughs> magic drift. trick. Um, somebody did that like as a joke, like I think they were sort of ripping off when Star Wars did all the, like the TV shows. So they did like, this is what a uh, bomb would look like if Disney bought it. And it had like the JW pepper chronicles, yeah, uh, like <laughs> jinx, uh, like, you know, an origin story. And like, it was, it was just really, really funny the way they did it.
0: See, this is where I think that uh, Tatiana's character lose a little bit because there should be a little bit more of, is she still playing bond? Like, it's just very much too quickly of, oh, she actually is in love with him. We don't really get what you're supposed to have here is maybe she's still playing him.
1: I I get it. But I also kind of like, I think it's expected in a way just because like when, when she first was it, when Cleb's like saying like, would you love her? or Would you sleep? And she's all like, oh, is he kind? He was kind. Yeah. She, she kind of like seems like, she's a type of person who is open and really wants love. So she's kind of going to fall for it quickly. Um, but like, I think it's like, it's like, it's kind of like in live and let die, how like solitaire kind of like, she's almost playing bond, but then she isn't like, it's kind of like, it's a bit confusing the way she's doing that where they could have done that maybe more with her here. Right. Like she plays, well, I mean, it's you, all about you the get last a bit scene. of it with if, her at the end.
0: If there's one thing though, that, but that's part of the problem. If there's one thing that I don't feel like works as well in this movie as as it should, it's that final scene because You just sort of have her looking back and forth, but because they've spent the last 40 minutes leading into that scene where there seems to be no dilemma, she's 100%, you know, invested in Bond, you never buy that, oh, is she going to go after Cleb or Bond? And and I feel like you should still have that doubt when you get to the final scene.
1: Yeah, I get it. But I I I have
0: no complaint about her. I think she's a great character. I mean, great performance.
1: Realistically though. Out of all the 60s Bond girls, besides um, Diana Rigg, like, she's the most she's complex, maybe most, like, interesting. Like, she's yeah. more multi-layered in some levels. Like, what's-a-face like, um, gonna... Volpe, sure, but uh, she's more sadistic. But
0: For what they pull off in the movie, I completely agree. I think that the ideas behind, particularly Domino, the idea behind Domino's character is really solid. That could have... If, if you had pulled Domino off a little bit better, you would have had a top five Bond girl easily.
1: The, the thing is with, I mean, Honey, not to take away from Honey, Honey's great, but there's only really one scene with Honey when she's like, you know, did I do wrong? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, there's her, one I... Wouldn't,
0: I wouldn't make a habit of her. <laughs>
1: <laughs> she's the, the one, um, like, documentary I watched, the Doctor No one, Ursula Andress. Like, I just... She just seems like such a, like, she'd be somebody who would be nice to just go around to her house and have a chat with because she just seems like, like, she's just an interesting type of person. Like, she Mm -hmm. just would have amazing stories to tell. She's still alive, isn't she? Well, she's not now that I've said this, but (laughs) Ursula Andrews is still alive, isn't she? Uh, Let's see. I'm pretty sure she is. I should, I'd be careful what I say because you were mentioning before about our Connery recaps. Wasn't it Goldfinger that we killed Roger Moore? So
0: yeah, <laughs> be careful. I
1: can't even remember what episode it was where we killed Sean Connery.
0: Yeah, she's alive. She's eighty-five. Good. For she doesn't her. look bad for eighty-five.
1: Would would you would you give her a bit of a you know like let her you know. It, it wouldn't matter. You.
0: It wouldn't matter what she looked like. Um, she was Honey Ryder, so. That's that's worth it right there. You How know? close
1: is your honey to you right now, Colin? Where's your Where's your little honey next to you there?
0: <laughs> there she is.
1: <laughs> Colin's licking honey.
0: <laughs> uh, I didn't realize this. Um, just sort of looking at her Wikipedia here. Uh, she was married to Harry Hamlin. <laughs> There's an age gap.
1: Harry Hamlin. Where's that name? Who's that? Who's that? Who's that?
0: Uh, I think he was mostly in the um, the 80s. He was another one of those like LA law guys. Um,
1: oh. Oh, that really. name came up today. I had a conversation with somebody. that literally mentioned Harry Hamlin. That's why I was thinking that name. Twice in one day. Harry Hamlin mentioned to Ben Waterworth. Wow, what are the odds? Also but she was married. Probably just him slapped her on the ass. I didn't even ni- realise that. <laughs> Sorry.
0: <laughs> well, she enjoyed it. Um She does. Look at that. She's yeah, so biting. Me the they material. they were they were married in nineteen seventy nine. She would have been how old at that point? She was born in thirty-six. Uh, so she would have been forty three years old. Harry Hamlin at that point was 28.
1: Whoa, you go Harry Hamlin.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: Who's kind of Andrews? The the bit where like he slapped her on the butt. Like, in all seriousness, like that chemistry between them two is just amazing. Just like watching oh, yeah. her like bite that sort of like the piece of rope or whatever it is, just kind of like that's really good.
0: This is why I I really can appreciate the performances because I remember when I was younger and I learned oh, it's not really Ursula Andress's voice. It's not really Daniela Bianchi's voice. Um, who's a Claudine Auger in Thunderball. It's not really their voices. It kind of made me uh, not appreciate them as much. But forget about whether it's their voice. Still, the performance is there. The voice has yeah. to match that chemistry. The voice has to match that charisma. And those three in particular, I feel like they, they really have charisma.
1: That's something that always baffles me about these movies where they're dubbed right because, and it's always like, oh, they've got a strong accent or they didn't speak English. Like with What's-His-Face, Gert, Bert in the next movie, like they still have to mouth the English words. So yeah. like they still have to learn them to a certain level. So you've still got to have that performance. Otherwise, you know, it just it just wouldn't work. So, yeah.
0: And in Ursula Andrews' case, it wasn't even that she didn't know the language. It wasn't even necessarily her accent. It was more just her voice they wanted a more innocent quality to her voice.
1: Can I just ask a question with this scene? Is it meant to... Like, do they kill each other or is it implied that Grant kills them both?
0: I always thought it was Grant killed them both.
1: That's what I always thought too, so... Uh, Also, Daniela Bianchi is still alive. Good for her. Uh, And apparently there's a... She appeared in a 2012 documentary called We're Nothing Like James Bond. What is that? I've never heard that before. That sounds interesting. Is that just what, like, everybody... In a film that was in a James Bond movie, so where <laughs> nothing like James Bond. After surviving cancer, two friends humorously reflect on the illnesses and compare their experiences to the life of James Bond, with whom they have been fascinated since childhood. It doesn't so another a doc-
0: Bond girl that aged well too?
1: So wait, it's a documentary. It sounds like a fictional movie. The film is a touching portrait of friendship between two men and their courageous confrontation with mortality.
0: With more roger moore roger
1: moore huh interesting
0: where where did they get all these spare clothes from
1: uh they came they
0: they came onto this train carrying an attaché case and (laughs) a lector
1: well did you not see her extra case tiffany K. no (laughs) no didn't yep um just where did this movie? where did we rank this movie overall
0: I'm pretty sure this is my top three.
1: Fifth overall, you ranked this second. No, I ranked it sixth. I ranked it 11th. What? That was a redux. I initially apparently had it at 15th. I bumped it up four spots. <laughs> you wait, wait, wait we,
0: we covered this movie and you said, ah, uh, this is a bottom 10 movie for me.
1: I mean, again, <laughs> I did move it up. <laughs> like, I was young and dumb. Well, looking what I've got ahead of it, Goldfinger, yes. Tomorrow Never Dies, yeah. Skyfall, mm-hmm, maybe. Spectre, yes. Die Another Day, yes. Casino Royale, yeah, probably. Honor, Majesty, Secret Service, yes. Spy, Love Me, yes. Goldeneye, yes. Warden, Not Enough, yes. Yeah, I'm that Bond fan, everyone. Shut up. <laughs> if you're listening to us at number 99, like, what's wrong with you? You've like, missed uh... all 98 episodes worth of Die Another Day jokes it's 5 30
0: it's very dark for 5 30 right now isn't
1: it well daylight savings They could be in Alaska
0: they took a train yes from Istanbul to Alaska
1: oh what was was it was it man with a golden gun um that subtle little line when more goes to money penny it's just like Fairbanks and she's like Alaska no. Agent Fairbanks. <laughs> <laughs> the way he said. It. Oh, it's funny. Random money, penny. He looks cool with the smoke in his mouth. I don't like. So I despise smoking, but Connery he pulls off a smoke.
0: Well, this is that cold thing too and again, looking at how I'm calling right now here, Grant is so much smarter than everybody else and yet it's not that obvious. He just happens to be listening here. He That means it was never his plan to assume the identity of Nash. He mm. just was following them, and he's like, "Oh, there's a guy who's talking to him here. Oh, I just heard what their code was. Let me kill this guy and assume the
1: identity." It's better than "I love you."
0: No. <laughs> I want him to do that. I love you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I just o- that. Old man. <laughs> I want every every Bond actor to have had that scene, like Lazenby. I love you uh, more. Mm, I love you I'm quite lovesting.
2: <laughs> I love you.
1: Yeah. frozen <laughs> thought I loved Jay.
0: <laughs> thought I loved Jay.
1: Pray. Did, did
0: I love be... you. I love
1: you. <laughs> love you. <laughs> love you. <laughs> it I was, uh... Uh, I fucking love you after the <laughs> Suicide Squad.
0: <laughs> I, I was actually just telling Jamie the other day about how all the Bond actors have... That, that one quote that we just is the go to, and you just mentioned them all. It's uh, old buddy, it's uh, thought I'd forgotten you, eh? it's uh, sorry, sorry. And then, uh, of course, <laughs> he had a lot of guts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Which I love that line when I watched On Majesty's the other, other day. I just, I love that line so much. Kind of say, um, Looking ahead into our future episodes on air production meeting, uh, I think one of the episodes we will obviously be doing after no time to die when I get to see it and when Australia gets it in 2046, um, we will eventually, we've talked about it for a long time, but we will do a who will be the next James Bond episode or just go over (laughs) thoughts, right? Like, I, I feel we need to have that episode.
0: I'm, I'm 100% convinced that whoever is the next bond is not even going to be a name that anybody's heard yet, oh, I but believe, it would be fun to do like, okay, of names we've heard who probably won't be picked who would, I, I will never find anybody better than Henry Cavill. I'm convinced of that.
1: Because when on um one of our 58,000 Spectre episodes, we, we the the last one we did before they actually released the Sam Smith song, we were there going, who's going to do the song? So, like, we're kind of going through these. Listen, at one point one of us is like, oh, Sam Smith, yeah, no, nah, he wouldn't be very good. And then we just kind of brushed <laughs> over it. Um, So, like, I think we should do that. We should just get some sort of list and kind of go over them. Because I, I 100% am with you. It will be someone who is like a... B-lister who you yeah. go, oh yeah, they were that person in that. And you will go, oh yeah. Like but, again, Daniel Craig was exactly the same.
0: But let's think about this. When you have a bond who's considered irreplaceable, often, not often, they did it once. You know, how do we replace Sean Connery? We got to get a name. We got to get Roger Moore. So I could imagine with Daniel Craig stepping down, they could go. And and here's another connection. Roger Moore was one of the guys they talked about when they cast Connery, when they cast mm. Lazenby, they talked about Moore again. He just was never available. Uh, and knowing that Henry Cavill was their backup choice when he was like 22 years old for Casino Real, it would almost be interesting if they did say, "Okay, let's go for a name, and let's go for a guy that we actually wanted 15 years ago."
1: I um li- literally right now thinking about Henry Cavill as Bond is literally making me smile. Um, but like, mm. I I just love the story with Henry Cavill that basically the only reason why he's like so ripped and you know, got an amazing body now is because essentially they told him he was too fat to play James Bond. <laughs> so like, that's the story that, uh, I I don't know if that was Henry Cavill himself who came out and said that, but like, that's pretty much why Henry Cavill, like is ripped like fuck now is cause they were like, yeah, oh, you're too fat to play James Bond. So I want to see fat are... Henry Cavill pictures from 2006.
0: I, I never got James Bond from him until I saw the man from uncle. So that's, I mean, that's a movie we have to cover, but, um, I have said this on the Oz Network when we covered the the Superman movies that I saw him in like this very small British film when he was like 19 or 20 years old and I didn't know who he was. And I walked to that movie thinking in 10 years, this guy would make an incredible Superman. And literally almost 10 years to the day after that, Man of Steel came
1: out. He just would be such a good Bond. Like, come on. He can do anything like – what can Henry Cavill not do? He can build computers. He does it on his Instagram page. He's like the biggest geek. Like he just sits there and plays video games all day.
0: The, Jamie's probably heard his name right now. <laughs> that's not the kids screaming up there. That's her. Oh,
1: Henry. <laughs> it's Remy going, mom, get off the house.
0: <laughs> oh, I, I just love the, the change in his performance here too. Like this is why this movie wouldn't have worked. It, it, everything had, it's like lightning in the bottle. You had to have Terrence Young doing this movie. Terrence Young is not even trying to make this movie the same as Dr. No. It had to be a book that was slightly different from the other bond books. You had to have a villain who's just completely different. You know, we got a female villain. We got a villain who's not even front and center. You got a henchman who talks more than anybody else. And you get an Academy. It's not even, I looked it up. It was three years after this movie, he walks away with the Oscar for best actor.
1: Well, you've got two Academy award winners right now. I mean, they haven't won it Yeah. as of yet, but I mean, here they are. Look at him. Look at him. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I'm banging sure upstairs, da- they agree with me. Daniela Bianchi, who probably was nominated for some Italian Oscars once upon a time.
1: Do, who do you think, out of the remaining living bonds, is more likely to get an Oscar moving forward? Pierce, Timothy, Daniel, Ooh. or George?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, I, I feel like the time has passed for Dalton and Brosnan, but... W- w- Particularly right now, we're seeing like a big resurgence in Pierce Brosnan's career. Um, so so,
1: like I could see, I mean, Anthony Hopkins, he's how old is he? He just wanted, he's what, second, third, but I think the difference
0: is Anthony Hopkins, he's been nominated for almost everything. And he's, you know, going back to the 60s, uh, he was like a go to, let's nominate this guy for something, whereas nobody's really ever said Timothy Dalton or. Pierce Brosnan's names as far as Oscar consideration goes, but nobody did with Connery and then Connery did, you know, in what the late eighties, but mm. I, I don't, know. it could happen with Brosnan. It, it's probably going to be Craig
1: though. Well, his wife is an Oscar winner. So, you know,
0: and he's been chasing that ever since, which is why he signed I on to Cowboys I and aliens. I still
1: cannot fathom that Rachel Wise and Daniel Craig are married. It just, it just, is it that the click? only
0: reason she was never a Bond girl? Probably. Like she's tailor made to be, we want to talk about Henry Cavill as? born to play, you look at him, that is James Bond. Rachel Weisz is a Bond girl. Like, They're that probably bringing her in for
1: Henry Cavill's Bond. Like, they probably yeah. just don't want her as like Daniel Craig's, you know, which I mean, that would make sense. Though. The chemistry is automatically there. You'd mm-hmm. hope. <laughs> it, would be, it, would, it would
0: be viewed too much as like stunt casting. Though. Does that bottler say Goldfinger?
1: Bollinger. Colin Bollinger. Uh, boo, yuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get a t-shirt that literally says foo yuck like that's all i was foo yuck
0: (laughs) i also love this that bond saw what he did and he just plays it completely cool and when bond calls him on it later he just has like grant has a completely different story to cover for like they're they're always one step ahead of each other
1: why why do they all order the same dish by the way what do they order like some fish dish or something i'd love to go on a train like a thing like this where you can eat and sleep on a train like that'd be fun
0: there is one part i won't spoil it completely there's one funny part in shang chi about uh ordering a meal on a plane that uh <laughs> i i got a huge laugh out of
1: can't, can't wait sounds hilarious
0: No, <laughs> it's 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 good
1: <laughs>
0: boy you had one too many
1: <laughs> What is what did he say
0: like What was it you slipped in her drink?
1: Is that Bond's pink cardigan?
0: (laughs) Yes. Well, which is the movie he wears pink?
1: Uh, Probably a Roger (laughs) Moore film. (laughs) I I can't remember that that famous Bond film where he wears pink.
0: (laughs) Are they wearing the same suit? (laughs) There was only one suit available in the 1963. (laughs) One suit on the market. There was a suit shortage. (laughs) The famous suit shortage of '63.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's documented in history. Coming soon to the Tragedies (laughs) Month on the Oz Network. (laughs) Well, if we listen to that suit show, the Bond suit podcast, Uh, we should. I actually seriously would like to listen. I mean, they're probably a lot smarter than we are. They've got a lot more listeners than we do. So here we are mocking this <laughs> this show that actually is quite well established in the Bond community while we're doing our 99th episode, commentating on a movie that we've spoken to for about five minutes in this episode.
0: Now, is it very well-respected in the Bond community or is it very well-respected in the suit community?
1: <laughs> well, I mean, who knows? <laughs> So I, like, you, you know what? what I applaud them for an idea. Like I mean it's it's obviously there's a market out there enough that people give a shit about the fashion of what was have the ranking the towels of Jay I mean, okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean let's let's be honest we're ranking
0: like the secondary bond girls that have two lines of dialogue. I think we could have ranked the towels by now.
1: But 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 having said that some of those like no matter what you say about Plenty O'Toole, people remember her. I don't think I remember the fourth towel from Goldfinger like I mean.
0: <laughs> well, you remember the the, the pink
1: cardigan. <laughs> we're going to get a message now from a fan guy. Ben, there were only three towels in Goldfinger. Do you not know anything?
0: But <laughs> well, hey, I, if I'm ranking the towels, I'm going to put Red Grant's towel at the beginning of this movie as number one. Oh,
1: yeah. I just wish he dropped it.
0: Have you ever ridden on a train before?
1: Yeah, plenty of trains, but like. I would love to like one of the ones I always wanted to do when I lived in Canada and, and we looked into it, but it's very expensive is that famous one with the glass roof that goes through like, mm. um, you know, like Lake Louise and kind of all that sort of area. Um, I legitimately looked at that, um, you know, as doing it, but I've never been on like an overnight train. I've only been on like, you know, I've been on trains in Canada. I've been on trains in Calgary, i been on trains in Toronto, Vancouver, you know, I've caught plenty of trains, um. I've caught the subway in New York. But have you taken
0: train from, like, one city to another or are you just talking about the yeah, train around the city?
1: Uh like, um, I've yeah, well, Melbourne to Geelong, that's, like, a two-hour train trip in, in Australia. Uh, Sydney to Wollongong is about a two-hour train trip. I nearly caught the train from New York to Washington, but I ended up catching a bus because it was cheaper and I'm a cheapskate. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, the longest trains I would have done. Like, well, I mean, in all seriousness, in Sydney, my family, where they live in Sydney, is in like the last suburb of Sydney. So to get a train from that suburb into the city of Sydney is like an hour and a half train trip. So it's, mm-hmm. it's a long journey. Um, like in Tasmania, where I am at the moment, we've got a train line with no trains. Um, we're like, I think we're the only capital city in Australia that doesn't have trains. Um, when I lived in Brisbane, I would catch a train every day to work. Um, trains are fun. I like trains. That's great. You've never been on one, have I, you?
0: No. I mean, we have trains here in Winnipeg as we've got trains that will go to, you know, other cities. Um, but to me, I've always wondered, like, is it just severely discounted? Because I can't imagine somebody says, oh, you know what? I got to travel. Let me take five times as long as if I had have to, have to drive.
1: It's it would just, be fun. I, I
0: would love to ride on a train, but I don't know if I would want to delay my vacation that much by taking a train.
1: I just think it would just be, like, a nice... Like, it's kind of just one of those things where you just... It's kind of like a cruise, right? Like, I mean, cruises... <laughs> I've never been on, like, a cruise. I mean, I'm not a big boat fan, like... But, like, uh, cr- the experience of a cruise, sure. But, like, yeah, I'm like you. Like, I'd rather... Especially a- nowadays. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. But, like, I don't know. Like, it's just... It's, it's more about the tr- the experience. Like, I think it would be beautiful to be on that sort of glass-roofed one and seeing, like, you know, the Rocky Mountains and all that kind of stuff. But, um, yeah, I, I had... um a friend who went uh, from Singapore to Kuala Lumpur and said it was quite an interesting sort of experience and hot and sticky and all that kind of fun stuff in that part of the world. But
0: I know it's bigger though in Europe because I mean oh, yeah. everything is so close it's, together that and it's you cheap. can catch a train across a border it's and it takes two hours.
1: Eurostar, I think it's called. And when, yeah, I looked into going to Europe at once, you get like a, a almost like a golden ticket and you get sort of a certain amount of travel and you can just jump on a train mm-hmm. and go from like fucking Germany to France, you know?
0: I just love the way he says his ear, you kiss my foot, <laughs> <Everybody Yeah. says.
1: laughs> This is just so like, just, you, you mentioned before about how this whole train thing goes like half an hour, like just this whole thing, you just, you're on the, no matter how many times you sit, you're just on the edge of your seat.
0: This might be the single longest scene in the James mm. Bond series. And yet you know, I, I, I love it. I don't, I don't need it to be over quicker. I would love it if he went longer.
1: I just love how he gets wet for gold sovereigns. <laughs> Show me old man. Old man. Old buddy. This- there's there's another one, there's another Bond movie not long after this where I think Connery says old oh, man. I can't I I can't remember which one it is.
0: And this is the only reference to Smirsh in the entire series until Living Daylights, I think. And
1: what, Smirsh is like the quantum to Spectre? Or is it? Yeah, a different...
0: Smirsh well Smirch was like the first the first half dozen novels Ian Fleming wrote was about Smirsch. And then it transitioned into Spectre after that.
1: And what does Smurf stand for?
0: Um. Well, I men think it, whatever eat, it is in Russian, it's supposed to be death to spies. Right.
1: Smelly men eat rhubarb <laughs> safely. <laughs> Hello. Uh.
0: <laughs> Hello. There's the episode title. That's your episode title. Smelly men eat rhubarb safely. Hello.
1: <laughs> Hang on, I'm going to write that down now. Smelly <laughs> men <laughs> eat <laughs> rhubarb <laughs> safely.
2: Hi Ben.
1: Hello, hello. hello. <laughs> Is Jamie wearing a thick glasses? Does she think you're attractive today? <laughs> why are we? Why are we at ninety nine episodes? Why how have we not been cancelled?
0: You know what's funny? Noah keeps sending us from these um Facebook chats. The Korean discussion yeah.
2: Yeah. and it's, it's
0: what you expect from like asian where the translation just is not it doesn't sound right when you translate it to english and it's hilarious we're like oh those are great episode titles what you just read there sounds like <laughs> one of those things you would see on messages
1: because i know was going to join us tonight but he's gone and seen a charlie chaplin film instead so um, he's,
0: he's got a private screening of a silent film yeah which just... one did he say was it did he say it was city lights okay oh,
1: could I tell you a Charlie Chaplin film? Um, <laughs> the one that he killed all the Jews? I don't know. Um, so, oh, here we go.
0: Only two movies Noah has ever been alone in the cinema for, City Lights with Charlie Chaplin and Superman Returns.
1: Well, he doesn't go to movies by himself often, apparently. <laughs> uh, he doesn't get a date either. Now, this, this fight, I mean, made our Hall of Fame. I mean, the greatest fight if you rank it, like, is there a question yeah. if we rank the fights of James Bond that this is easily number one?
0: Well, yeah. I mean, there's ones that get bigger than this or longer. You know, Goldeneye, the fight with Trevelyan. Um, uh, the the fight scene with Renard, you could say, is longer. But I don't think you can ever top this. Like, I, w- when I keep thinking about we should rank the fights, my only hesitation is, is there anything that comes even closer from Russia with Love?
1: Uh, I, we probably get our first clean sweep. We're yet to have a clean sweep at number one ever. Uh, which is interesting. We've done so many rankings. I think well, was it our last rankings was the first time we ever had a match on on three different mm-hmm. things. But um, yeah, no, I I can't like I love the GoldenEye fight. Don't get me wrong, but I mean it's not this.
0: It's it's so like close quarters. It's vicious. This isn't like your typical movie fights where you're punching, which they're clearly like ten feet apart, and you have the exaggerated. It's sound not. Effect. It's
1: not. It's not quantum of solace where there's a cut every three milliseconds. Yeah. Right. Like. Um, and it's also and like
0: the, the lights going out, the noise, no the train. music.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, did you watch that pitch meeting for Quantum of Solace that I sent in the chat? That was actually very new. When I sent that, it was only I'm, like a I'm day old. i sure I did. So I, it's, it I was very funny. Had they're very funny. I'm wondering if like they've ramped I'm I'm expecting expecting. Uh that we're probably gonna have a few more pitch meetings and everything wrong with and honest trailers, I'm hoping, in the coming weeks in the lead up to No Time to Die for most. They never of the
0: did world. an honest trailer for Spectre, did they?
1: Yes they did. Yeah. Oh did they? Okay. they they've done I think they've only done Skyfall and Spectre. Spectre, like, they basically bag it out like it's boring. Um but yeah so I'm I'm thinking maybe like I I it, I'm not even just saying this cuz the fact that it would be a great one but come on would an honest trailer for die another day not be absolutely fucking epic Oh yeah like it would be so fucking funny
0: What was the last honest trailer that came out um there was one I just Oh
1: watched. they did one this week I I not heard of the movie I didn't I didn't watch it They did a suicide squad one cuz they, they do often a lot of the newer ones now cuz they're straight to streaming but um the Everything Wrong With That I Love I know for Bond they've done Goldeneye Uh, they've done, I think they've done all the Craigs and they've done Goldfinger. Um, I don't know if they've done other ones, but, um, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm, they're, they're sort of the ones. And also, um, I love the, how it should have ended the animated ones. They're always funny, but I don't think they've done a bond, how it should have ended. They might've done Spectre. Meanwhile, the fight is over.
0: (laughs) The fight. (laughs) We've actually done uh, all right
1: in this episode for for, for Russia with love.
0: <laughs> oh no, it was uh, it was the breaking bad one that I finally watched because I finished. Did the you show. watch <laughs> the
1: movies? Did you watch the two hour fan edit? Not movie? yet, no.
0: I actually want to show that one to Jamie, mm. uh, because I'm curious to see how she would view it having not seen the T V show.
1: Did you download it off my Dropbox? Because I did delete yeah. it off my Dropbox. Yeah, well, oh okay, yeah, good. yeah, you can delete that. Yeah. <laughs> ben I, and Colin have a I, conversation on the air. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I I, I kind of just flipped through it just to see. Okay. I wonder how quickly they speed through this. And, and yeah, you're completely right. Like the second half of the movie is all the last oh, yeah. season.
1: Yeah. It's so much like, which Batman. I almost
0: wish I, again, I haven't seen it yet, but I almost wish they would do one movie that was seasons one through four and then do another one that's season five. Cause those are two separate stories. I think.
1: Did you like El Camino?
0: Hmm. I did. Um, I, I can get why there'd probably be some criticism because It's not like it's a story you needed to tell, but watching it right after the show ended, that's kind of like what the series does. You know, they'll do Mm -hmm. an episode and then they'll do another episode, which is showing, oh, and this is what happened before last week. So I liked it like that. It would I I almost feel like it would have been better if they it would be interesting to see somebody just sort of re-edit the show and sort of tack this on as an episode because it just feels like the last two episodes of the show
1: fat jet fat jesse plemons that was a little controversy back in the day i remember that
0: i was expecting more out of that but like it's not i think what they do is they film him from very far away and they kind of hide him behind the bars for like i don't know his first two or three scenes so that it's not as noticeable but that but, was the one uh,
1: that i remember watching going holy crap he wasn't that fat in the show yeah
0: <laughs> but i think i mentioned this as well to you i mean it, it was all because of the tv show fargo it wasn't that he he, he just you know oh you, you just didn't take care of yourself. He got the role in Fargo, and basically they wanted one scene where he looked really unappealing in tidy whiteys. <laughs> and so he put on like fifty pounds so he could strip down to his underwear and look really ridiculous for one scene in the show.
1: Just a special note to all casting directors listening to this show: I always look unappealing in tidy whitey. <laughs> so I'm available.
0: <laughs> Come on, you could be Je-
1: Jesse Plemons is the main villain in um,
0: the Jungle Cruise movie. You could have his career right now.
1: Was um. He was in, was it Game Night? Have you ever seen Game Night? That's a, that's a good no. movie. It, and he's yeah, like, he's really, cr- he's like a creepy neighbor. And like, he's actually really good in that movie. So, but, the um, thing that I don't like about From Rush With Love is like, ended on the train. <laughs> Like, I just don't get this closing well, where you've got, like, a random helicopter fight, which is not very... And then you've got, like, the boat explodes. Like, have that before the train ended on the train and then have the whole Cleb thing at the end. Like, I, I do know just This just feels out of place and very rushed to me.
0: I think I agree with you only because I feel like it's it's out of place because it doesn't fit with the other Bond movies. No other Bond movie did this. We have other Bond movies that will do, okay, we're going to have... A th- we talked about it with Octopussy, Right uh live and let die does the same thing um uh, where you kind of have like a three-part climax so which part is the climax i think the problem with this is that you spend so long on the train that these just feel like bonus scenes yeah uh, and maybe if they found a way to combine these just just tighten it up where they go straight from here into the boat and the chase is still continuing but they sort of end this scene and they start another boat scene and and it goes down the train is the best stuff this would be the second best, and then the boat's the third best. I just,
1: like, it's, it's, I just forget this is in it. And then, like, I mean, don't get me wrong, the boat, like, that iconic shot when everything, the barrels, blah, it's amazing. Like, but it's just, it just mm-hmm. kind of doesn't fit. And I think also, too, the thing is, like, what, this was 1963. Helicopters weren't really around that long, were they, back then? So kind of, That's like... That's
0: why they put in the movie, because I think North by Northwest was, like, one of the only movies that ever did it.
1: Because I was going to say, like, this wouldn't have been a thing back then. Like, heli- like, Build fuck, a helicopter, look at this. Like, mm-hmm. you yeah, know, this is incredible, and um yeah, like, I mean, that, that, that clearly is not Connery. You can clearly see the stuntman's face, but, like, that's pretty scary. Um, I love helicopter. Have you been on a helicopter before?
0: Uh, well, I sat in a grounded helicopter. I never got to ride in it. They're,
1: I've been in one once. Uh, well, technically twice. I got taken to a place, and then I had to go back. Um, they're oh, fun. Mr.
0: Important here, he gets yeah, airlifted well. out by helicopter.
1: Well, it was when I was in New Zealand, um, I had to do a story. It was, like, this trestle that was being opened on, like, this, you know, big bushwalk. And, like, I could have walked there, but it would have taken, like, two days for me to get there. So they were like, okay, well, we'll fly you there because we've got to open it. They had, like, the New Zealand environment minister there. I don't know. I, I can't remember who she was. Um, So they're all like, okay, we're going to fly you there. So I had to drive, like, two hours to the middle of Whoop Whoop and then basically to this paddock and then just this helicopter lands and it's just kind of like me and a bunch of other journos just get flown there it was just and you kind of go like oh this is this could be scary i don't know what it's going to be like but you get on it and you're like wow this is awesome like this is so cool and like it is so loud like you wear the headphones and like just That's, like you've got you. yeah i theme. was
0: wondering why everybody wears the headphones i thought oh, it was so they could communicate well you you just so, so, like you so these you can guys talk aren't to wearing it they have permanent hearing damage
1: yeah well it yeah. is literally so you can talk to each other because it is very very loud but it's just It's kind of cool. Like, particularly I remember flying back because, like, you kind of land on this thing and kind of as you take off, it's just the way it flies away. It's just really cool.
0: You know what bothers me, always bothered me about this, though? We see the helicopter coming down and then they cut to Connery and then when they cut back, it's already in the ground. Like, I want to see
1: the crash. Yeah.
0: Don't edit around a crash. 1960s. Yeah, I just realized in the last shot, Connery's hair was like completely disheveled. Like it looks like what yours looks like right now. And then it comes back and it's perfectly (laughs) gelled in the next shot.
1: (laughs) Thank you, Colin. Thank you very much. Um, Meanwhile, you're perfectly glowing locks right now as we record.
0: It's first thing in the morning for me.
1: (laughs) I've got like Donald Trump hair at the moment, don't I? (laughs) I actually seriously don't know what goes on with my hair sometimes. I got this haircut recently and it was like, cool. I've never had it done this style before. And now it's just this bloody fringe.
0: That's, that's the problem every time somebody gets a haircut is that, you know, it, it'll go completely wild as soon as you walk out of there.
1: I'll, I'll go, I'll go back to the homeless look. I, I think I was pulling that off quite well.
0: <laughs> your are <your> Unabomber. My. <laughs> well, our, as Jamie said, uh, was it uh, Robin Williams in. Um,
1: Jumanji. Jumanji. <laughs> Zach Galifianakis. I got yeah. uh, Joaquin Phoenix, uh, Tom Hanks. <laughs> Castaway and Forrest Gump. What did you have for breakfast, by the way? You didn't even update us. Jamie brought you breakfast.
0: Oh, it was banana bread.
1: No, oh, okay, banana bread. Yes,
0: it's not my feast of pancakes, sir. What was it? Yogurt and granola and chia seeds last week.
1: Just um, we we off the podium. Download now. One of the uh, I think it was the triple jump guy, Christian Taylor, that I interviewed and. In, Asked for his breakfast, you know, for the levels test, he had like a feast. He was like, I had grit, I had sausages, I had this, I had that. Like he was in Florida, I guess, so southern was cooking, right? But like, it was just like, wow, okay. Stop pe- asking people these questions. I get jealous. Uh,
0: Bond in this hat—that's <laughs> another thing. I don't, I don't need him in the sailor hat during this this big tense <laughs>
1: climax on Gilligan's
0: <laughs> <laughs> Just sit right back and hear a tale.
1: <laughs> the Captain. <laughs>
0: Vavra Krillin <Krilenkotu, laughs> 2. Kronstein. Tatjana. <and> Clem
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Heron-Geng-a-da. laughs> Now that was a show.
0: Uh, I, that made my uh, top 50 favorite TV shows of all time.
1: It was one of like all those sort of old school shows I remember just watching as a kid. They would be on at like, you know, four o'clock in the afternoon, the cartoons finished, and then all of a sudden Gilligan's Isle would come on or Get Smart would come on. Yeah. Um, or I Dream of Genie. I used to always like that one. That was always a good show.
0: Yeah, when um like I we only really moved into Winnipeg when I was eight. Uh for 3 or i think 3 3 or 4 years prior to that we lived in the metropolis of LaSalle Manitoba which was maybe 200 people so
1: and <laughs> go to LaSalle.
0: Manitoba. I, <laughs> I, so I mean now it's now it's big but prior to no, that we you made in, it
1: be, since famous podcast I Colin Gildy <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean just just in that larger population but uh, uh prior to that we were living on a farm outside of a place called Vita, and Vida has like one street and we were on a farm outside of it but because of that we only got like the TV channels that you could pick up on like the rabbit ears because <laughs> oh. we were like so far away from civilization. So mostly what we watch were all those old classic shows, but yeah, I never saw Gilligan's Island as a kid. It wasn't until I, I was an adult and we had cable and it was it used. They used to air it late at night on TBS and I became obsessed with that show. And still to this day, they, there's a channel that re uh, reruns it and I'll record episodes, even though I've seen the show like three or four times.
1: That's why the movie um, Pleasantville is so good. Because it's kind of like, you know, that throwback to those type of shows. Can I say what's keeper? Cronstein's death is so good. Like yeah. just just a look on his face and just like you think that uh Cleb's gonna go and yeah, so good. Now does does um Gogol, the guy, the the Gogol actor, he doesn't mm-hmm. die in this movie, does he? No. So
0: Maybe he becomes Gogol.
1: Well that's what I'm saying. Like we like to think that with um uh Gordon Dench right as M, right? yeah inspire in love me so kind of like using that sort of model google goes from specter to russia with love and, <laughs> and <laughs> becomes he's, uh, the head of the KGB. Gogol, the
0: explanation is that google is just a title like am
1: it could work
0: i am the new google
1: <laughs> see this is what no time to die right like Spoiler alert! That trailer was all like it all comes to an end. Like, oh, what are they teasing here? Uh. So maybe like if they do the infamous that James Bond's just actually a code name for an agent, that maybe they'll like tie everything in. So they'll be like, yes, Google, blah blah blah. M in the seventies was a commander. Like, I mean, it'd be kind of cool. It'd be stupid, but it'd be kind of cool. <laughs> I don't do want, want James to... Bond as a code name. Let's just. Yeah, you know, I've
0: said I don't want the series end. I want them to just continue doing what they did. Roger Moore, it's very different, but it's still in the same continuity. That's what I yeah. want. But what would be a really cool idea is if they decided they want to continue to make Bond movies and then just had them take place in the 60s, kind of like the novels uh, are doing.
1: That'd be cool. I'd watch that. Well, I mean, I would watch it anyway. You can get the hat back. <laughs> yeah. First, first. <laughs> like Danny Boyle comes on board finally for Bond 26 and his first thing is like, right. Always wanted to know what happens at a hat and Thunderball. Yeah. Page one. <laughs> Open. We see a hat. <laughs> oh,
2: that's where
0: I left it.
1: <laughs> Get like Connery lookalike. Yeah, there's my hat.
0: Yeah, no, I, I'm really, uh, I'm really starting to agree with myself from earlier on here. Because again, this is a, it's a fine chase, but, it's that downtime they have in between. They get on the boat and then you have him just sort of lounging there. And he's got his hat on. Oh, let's take a look at the map. Imagine if the helicopter chase ended, they hopped on the boat and they immediately behind them, a bunch of guys drove up and hopped in boats. And this was just a continuation of that. I yeah. think, yeah, this climax would work a lot better that just
1: way. Just feels out of place. And is that, is that, that's, that's not the Gogol actor there, isn't he? Wasn't he just in the
0: office? Maybe, maybe that was him. I don't recognize him thing? with the hat.
1: Oh, I love that shot. That shot's epic. That's in all, yeah, like... Yeah, how did he
0: get here so quickly?
1: That is the Bond retro. Like, whenever you have, like, a you know, 24 moments of 24 films, like, they always show that explosion mm-hmm. of barrels.
0: Oh, do you know what else Um, I would really love to... <laughs> he should have been on fire there.
1: Uh, do you know what else
0: I'd really love to rank is rank... I think we talked about ranking the villain layers. That's what this movie also feels out of place for, is because mm. we don't get to see that big villain layer at the end.
1: I thought you were going to say ranking the men burning.
0: <laughs> but you know what? Like uh, the villain layers, the bottom one has to be Spectre. We know that. <laughs> it's just a house. But Skyfall what? would be up there.
1: What do you mean? It's burning. Unless Goggle does die. Um, are you? But the thing is with Spectre, I would argue that the lair is the, the desert lair, not the the final scene.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, then I guess what are we ranking? Are we ranking villain layers or are we ranking like the. the well, I think they're separate.
1: The I think. Well, Well, I think yeah. the final scene is. Yeah. Like, I think they're separate because, like, the. I mean, Ice pal Like, is the lair Ice Palace or the plane in Die Another Day? You know what I mean? Oh. Like, it's more the Ice Palace, I would say.
0: Then we. Well, I would say the plane is equal. I but- would
1: say um, Maiden's Tower is the lair on World's Not Enough, not the sub, you know, like. I don't know. Like you'd have to come up with a I think there'd be a of lot of mean. movies
0: we just would scrap because, because I feel like what we should include in there would be like Dr. knows lair, you know? Oh yeah. yeah um, yeah. yeah. Kananga's underground lair. Um, the Funhouse, house, uh, yeah. compound.
1: Um, uh, what's Atlantis. it called? Atlantis. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. Like there'd be ones that are obvious volcano, you know? Yeah. Um, that is an ugly fucking color combination. I'm Australian. There's green and gold, but that is. I, I was going to say those are your
0: colors. <laughs>
1: like that, we're not that pastel colored.
0: <laughs> and okay, so Bonds, he, he does he recognize Kleb? Does that wig do much to disguise her?
1: Has he seen Kleb before, though? He's never seen Kleb before.
0: But that's my question. If he hasn't seen Kleb, why does she need the wig?
1: Because <laughs> maybe she likes the gray look. <laughs> but- <laughs> Who's better looking, Kleb or Bunt? Oh, <laughs> uh, Kleb. Easily. <laughs> yeah, I'd agree with that. Not But Who, who would eyes. you rather, Bunt? Bunt would be better in bed. Yeah. Bunt, Bunt would be more aggressive and she'd know what okay. she wants, whereas Kleb so would be a bit indecisive.
0: What's uglier, uh, Tatiana's wardrobe or that wallpaper? <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, she blends I mean, into it. <laughs> the thing with Tatiana's wardrobe, you could remove it. Uh, and then it wouldn't be unattractive, <laughs> whereas that wallpaper—never get wallpaper off. Unless you're doing a Mr. Bean thing, like <laughs> when he goes to the hotel and hammers all the paintings in the wall and stuff like that. <laughs> Tell
0: me, why is wallpaper made a comeback? Why is wallpaper a thing again? Do you not is remember how ugly? Oh, it's huge again.
1: You well, Maybe we need to be hosting the the wall decor. You really got to
0: be watching more of a Holman Gardens television or
1: whatever. I don't give a shit about those shows. Um, One thing I'll say, I love the knife shoe. I fucking love that as a gadget. That is epic. That is like one of the best sort of things you ever get in bond.
0: This, this final, we're talking about final fights. Another thing that I never felt. I remember loving this movie the first time I saw it. And it was one of the, I, I waited. I think this was the last bond movie I ever watched. Uh, and I waited for that reason because people be like, oh, it's a perfect movie, and just bursting out laughing because I'm like, Bond is fighting an old woman with a chair, and that's our <laughs> final scene.
1: I kind of like it though. I don't know.
0: Well, I I, I like it better now, but I think y- you kind of have to realize this is a typical Bond thing. You don't have the big fight is not with T. Tee-hee. He's just sort of like, oh, here's the last minute thing in the can end. Can
1: we can we establish in what three of the first four? Bond movies. Bond doesn't save the day. So, Tatiana yeah. does it here. Goldfinger, it's random guy. Thunderball, it's domino. You only live twice. Well, kind of the ninjas save the day. It's in everybody. Tanaka. Yeah, it's everybody. Um, I guess he does in Honor Majesties. Uh, live and Let Die, yeah. Diamonds uh, are oh, forever. Diamonds, I forgot. Does Diamonds he are really forever. do anything? He puts Blofeld in the bartho sub and crashes it and everything yeah bond does nothing he, bond's useless <laughs> well, especially in diamonds of forever i know
0: but never thought of this is like the raiders of the lost ark thing with indiana jones if yeah. bond isn't there nothing changes about the end of diamonds of forever
1: yeah also like we established this in we only live twice and pretty much all of these films end in a boat it just reminds you of that austin powers all my yeah. films end like this baby <laughs> I love how he does his little, like, little hands. Who's like, he
0: showing mmm. that off to? <laughs> it's
1: the, the jazz And fans. waving goodbye. <laughs> Littering in Venice Harbour. like Oh,
0: come on.
1: Oh, no, in Turkey. Are they in Venice? Oh, no, Venice. I love this.
0: But not quite the end. <laughs> they hadn't quite perfected the whole.
1: James Bond Just gold finger. Just quickly, we didn't go some of these rankings, I guess. So, uh, yeah, we mentioned this came fifth. In the movies, um, the Hall of Fame for this was Train Scene involving Bond and Grant with the fight and conversation, Bond's interaction to Tanya in the hotel room, and the gypsy camp fight with Red Grant looking on.
0: Oh,
1: yeah. That's, I, don't, I don't
0: think you could have picked anything other than those
1: three. 18th, the song came in on this one. Villain ranking. Uh, so we had Rosa Klebb. She was 12th um, pre-title. We had this at 12th. Uh Bond girls, Tatiana was sixth, henchman, Red Grant was fifth, Allies, Karen Bay was two. Uh do we, we don't have a secondary Bond girl in this film, do we? oh I guess what's a face? Um da, 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 da Sylvia, fifth. Um mm-hmm. secondary villain, Kronstein was fifth, and secondary henchman Krilenko, was sixth. So got beaten out by Davidov. Yeah. <laughs> oh come on. Come on. <laughs> um, That's wrong. Yeah, we don't. We don't have to do a thing. We don't have to. Andrew Hedges. Uh, is I feel obsolete. bad. We're not.
0: We're not. Let's let's oh. give a plug, anyways. Though one final plug to Andrew Hedges. What is it?
1: Andrew dot Hedges dot com forward slash random slash rankings or whatever the hell it was you so. think, do
0: you think his his site actually has a how are you referred to us and there's people who just went the 007 <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> he gets so many hits after every <laughs> i want to rank something randomly i'm going to go to just forward slash name forward slash blah blah, blah <laughs> whatever so yeah but, but what have we got next reason, colin
0: well the reason we're not doing this is because uh we've only got one commentary to go and it's Something we drew and said we would cover and then forgot we were supposed to cover I have to it.
1: die another day, if I'm not mistaken. I'm pretty sure we drew that years ago. house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So.
0: But uh, the reasoning is because we want to be able to watch Spectre leading into um, No Time to Die. So oh, one excited. commentary left to go. And after that, we will move on to the Casino Royales and uh, never say never again. But uh, um, maybe we'll even do Zardoz.
1: <laughs> oh, can we not? Please, it's bad enough we have to do fucking Never Say Never again. Um, um,
0: so, so Jamie's mom is a huge Sean Connery fan.
1: And, and uh, Jamie says, me too. <laughs> Just hearing Jamie yelling something there. like I thought she was like, ew.
0: <laughs> but uh, the i guess with sean connery you know it's it's more than just him as an actor obviously more. and uh, <laughs> jamie was like oh what about the sean connery and at one point i asked jamie's mom like you ever seen zardoz she goes no what's zardoz and i'm like oh boy <laughs> i start describing it jamie pulls up a picture she's like what what because i'm like oh he wears a wedding dress at one point uh-huh I'm like, oh, and there's this big thing that vomits out guns. And then Jamie's like, and this is what he looks like in the movie. And it's uh, him in that S&M outfit. She's like, oh,
1: (laughs) Which, I, having listened to our "Never Say Never Again" episode recently, where I say in that one this might be the worst movie I have ever seen, uh, I hadn't seen <laughs> Zardoz at Zardoz. that point. So <laughs> I do, I do love the the through our podcast. I have seen several worst movies I've ever seen. I think it started at Dirty Dancing, Never Say Never Again, the Emoji Movie, uh, <laughs> and now I believe it's firmly Zardoz um, and may not ever get replaced ever again. <laughs> <that is> <laughs> Come on, Kill uh, Phil 2 is better than that. I
0: stand by uh, that Zardoz would be one that would be good to do commentary for. It's kind of like The Room.
1: <laughs> no, I just, no. <laughs> I don't think I can stomach it. Sorry, sorry. Sorry, sorry, Spectre sorry, is,
0: sorry. But Spectre's <laughs> coming. We don't even know if that uh, that is not going to be the next episode. It may not even be episode 101, but uh, it's I time to reveal. Be, will, will it be 101? No. Do you not think? 101 or one or two. I mean, we don't know. We're stalling. Do, do we? Okay, do time we
1: time. want it as literally the last episode before No Time To Die gets released in most of the world or do we want to have it as the commentary and then our last episode is our ranking I think, slash final thought? I think it thought. should
0: be... Spectre, we should do before it comes out the rest of the world.
1: Okay. So
0: that's what within so as in so weeks. this is a
1: pre-production episode right now so episode 100 which we'll reveal in just a second and episode 101 is what our rankings redux with jamie slash final thoughts on well probably no not
0: because I, I i don't jamie's gonna be done <laughs> watching the movies okay by so then. okay
1: well this is where I, i'm gonna put my foot down and say that i think we should do episode 100 next week then 101 should be our specter commentary and then 102 say our last episode before no time did Die gets releasing. And that gives us all yes. time to catch up. Yeah. So, and then okay.
0: we'll do a spoiler free review. Me and Noel will do a spoiler free review for, um, uh, no time to die and then ben will join us in 2022 when he eventually gets to
1: see no we, time to die <laughs> are we actually going to do any episodes between that spoiler one and when i see it like are we just going to do november i uh, not November, man Our cowboys oh, and we aliens do,
0: Cause, we could do cowboys and aliens and stuff and okay I can go, oh this is just like that scene in no time to die Yeah, i'm
1: just scared because <laughs> i like, listening to the golden eye episode recently that's when you had seen specter and noah and i hadn't so like you kept saying things and there was there was literally a line i can't remember what it was but like it was clearly something that happened in spectrum. We made a joke about it and you're like, "Well." And we're just like <laughs> and we're just like, "Shut up, shut up, don't tell it." <laughs> um anyway, sorry, yes, 100th episode Colin, Yes. Wow, this is exciting. Words, this is a big one.
0: Yeah, so we did our 50th episode. How many years ago?
1: <laughs> that was 2017, I think that was, wasn't it?
0: Wow, so it, it's taken us a lot longer to get to episode number 100, but uh yeah. we're finally here and we're doing something similar. On episode number 50, we had it was a combination. We had some best-of clips, but we also had a big interview, which was our first interview ever, uh, with a main villain from a Bond movie. Uh, we interviewed Robert Davi, who is the main villain in License to Kill Sanchez. We are doing the same thing for episode number 100. We have a main villain Uh-ho. from a James Bond film Uh-ho. from the 80s as well. Uh-ho. It is not Kamal Khan, though. Uh, Damn but it. Brian, as far as I'm concerned, this is like, <laughs> if you're going to look at, forget about who's your favorite villain. If you're going to look at all the actors who played villains in James Bond movies, this is the one guy you would want to hear from because even outside Walken. of James... Christopher Walken, <laughs> exactly. Well, let's say second. <laughs> uh, outside of James Bond, this guy had so many stories to tell about so many other massive franchises in the end. Do you want to reveal it? Or am I going to reveal it? Or are people
1: already guessing? You know, you, you're on a roll. Go on, it's, Colin.
0: It is none other than... Julian Glover, <gasps> uh, main villain of Christados from for, for Your Eyes Only, which we recently did the commentary of. Uh, you may also know Julian Glover from being the main villain in Indiana Jones in The Last Crusade, from being a villain in The Empire Strikes Back, for being a villain in Doctor Who, for being a villain in Game of Thrones... The guy literally made a career on this. Uh, and he plays and a villain on
1: Double 007 too. He plays he's a
0: villain in our terrible. 100th episode. He's so mean to us. <laughs> but we have been sitting on this episode for a long time. Uh, we, a long time. Like six very months long a long time. You, you, you've been out of the country <laughs> since then. I've, huh? I've, I've
1: moved. I've like lived everywhere since then. <laughs> I did but this in this Canada.
0: Is, yeah, this is, uh, this is I mean, we'll tell a little bit of stories next week about the interview as well and how excited we were for it. Uh, but this is a, a great chat because it's Julian Glover and he's still, he's still with us. He's still working.
1: Well, uh, he's still out there. what's going to happen in the next two weeks. I'm sorry. Oh, I sh- sh-
0: sh- we should have just thrown right to the episode. And now let's start episode 100. Which is all Glover. serious.
1: It would be actually a really good timing. Julian. If you wanted to die like now, we'd get a bit of publicity <laughs> around it. So, <laughs> you know, work out well for us, <laughs> but don't but die. Yeah, you, seriously. You,
0: you don't die. Uh, but listen to the episode, Julian. If yeah. you're out there, yeah. listen to it because uh, yeah. it was fun. And um, yeah, that'll there's a be video actually- of it too. What
1: there's a, the the video, video. The interview, um, which is just the interview portion. So it'll just be Colin and I interviewing Julian. That'll be on our YouTube channel. But then yeah, the rest of it, Noah actually is with us for the rest of it. Like the the fiftieth. Didn't mm-hmm. we have to like. Interview him from Poland or something like that, like yeah. on some dodgy Skype call. This one is all three of us together and we play a bunch of clips and hilarity ensues. Let's just say yeah. that.
0: Uh, and Julian Glover is obviously the funniest one on there.
1: Yes. Uh, but that, and a that's because he's a villain. He's a villain. He's a villain. Well. Yes. Yes. <laughs> He's uh, he a got Ben in real deported. Life.
0: That's that's how much of a villain he is. He got we Ben deported.
1: He's since recorded. His whole episode was like, "I hate you, Ben. You're going back <laughs> to Australia. No, not even Australia. Tasmania. No. More of a villain than Christados. Let's be honest. And which is actually funny, given that uh, looking at our villain rankings, none of us are complimentary of Christados. I've just listened to our Fury Eyes only episode and no was basically, "Oh, he's one of the worst villains ever. So, um, bugger it. We we get him on the show and it's great."
0: The guy's been in everything. You're going to find something you love him He was in Star
1: Wars. I think this is the first person that either you and I have ever, like, interviewed. Like, Mm -hmm. I know you've met Star Wars people at comic cons, but I don't think I've ever met someone who was in a Star Wars movie until this. So, like, he was in Star Wars and the good Star Wars. he's
0: got good Star Wars stories, too. Like, that's the thing. More than anything, he was a great storyteller. So uh, people want to listen to the interview. And that'll be 100. And then after that, we'll probably be doing the Spectre commentary. So uh, plenty of stuff. All downhill
1: from there. (laughs) <laughs> don't don't
0: hold your breath for episode one hundred and fifty. We don't have anything anything left in the tank. We'll, we'll
1: start we'll start working on that. Um, yeah, the the Sean Bean interview, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, we'll just, we'll, but maybe he'll
0: die it. at the end of that. Interview, oh, don't so.
1: kill Sean Bean. Well, I mean, well,
0: it's in his contract, man. We're not doing anything.
1: <laughs> like literally, Sean Bean dies, and the news is, well, finally, <laughs> art imitates life. Life imitates art. <laughs>
0: Uh, So make sure to um, keep up to date. Subscribe to us if you haven't. Uh, Like us, follow us if you haven't. We're on YouTube. That's where you're going to see the great video of Julian Glover and us fanboying out. And um, join us again. We're going to have more fun stuff to come. Hilarity will ensue. (laughs) my name is Colin and um, smelly men eat radishes. Rhubarb. uh, Rhubarb. (laughs) So, hello. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and my name is Ben, and I think my mouth is too big.
0: He seems fit enough.
1: You very fit, Nash? Yes. I try to
2: keep in shape. I'll be there on an hour.
0: Your old case sounds
2: interesting, James.
0: Uh, make that an hour and a half. Uh, breakfast for one at nine, please. Green figs, yoghurt, coffee, very light. Medium sweet. Very black. Medium sweet. Very black. Medium sweet. Both. Oh, James. Will you make love to me
2: all the time in
0: England? Day and night. Go on about the mechanism. You're one of the most beautiful
2: girls I've ever seen.
0: Thank you. But I think my mouth is too big.
2: No, it's the right size. For me, that is.
0: James, behave yourself. We are being filmed. Dushka, tell me the truth. Am I as exciting as all those western girls?
2: Oh, once when I was with them in Tokyo, we had an interesting experience. Thank you, Miss Penny. that's all, that's all. Excuse me. You did say your clock was correct. Russian clocks are always...
0: Tanya, wake up. Wake up or I'll leave I'll you behind.
1: Stay here with me.
0: Oh, Tanya, wake up or I'll leave you behind, you hear me?
2: Don't leave me. Never leave me.
0: Come on, I'll leave you here. How does it feel, old man? An old man?
2: Is that what you chaps in Smash call each other? Smash. Of course, Spectre. Thank you, thank you. <laughs>